0: And we are live. Welcome to the Whatever Dating Talk podcast with a special American Gladiators edition. Thank you for tuning in tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. We're coming to you live from Santa Barbara, California every Sunday and Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. I am your host, Brian Atlas. I'm joined by my co-hosts. Madison and with the blue hair, Ashley St. Clair. She's a bit shy. A few quick announcements before the show begins. This podcast is viewer supported, heavy YouTube demonetization. So please consider donating through Streamlabs instead of super chatting, as YouTube takes a brutal 30% cut. So if you super chat 100, YouTube takes 30. If you donate 100, Streamlabs only takes Three streamlabs.com slash whatever link is in the description guys please see the description for all details about super chat and tip triggers we've adjusted it for this uh, special show we're doing here if you want to interact nearly instantly with us and weigh in on the conversation consider sending a tts text to speech message guys we have channel memberships to become a member hit the join button tier one is just five dollars a month you can also gift memberships we're also live on twitch right now pull up another tab Go to twitch.tv slash whatever drops a follow in the prime sub if you have one we got merch Shop.whatever.com. stuff you can wear to not be naked don't be criminal get some merch follow us on instagram at whatever any girls who want to be on the show dm at whatever on instagram follow me on instagram bd underscore atlas check out my nonprofit big labia matter or blm for short uh if you can't catch the full shows we have three clips channels links in the description go subscribe without further ado we're going to have the guests introduce themselves so uh Please uh, tell us about yourselves, go ahead.
1: Or Dan, why don't you go first? Oh, hey, uh, my name is Dan Nitro-Clark. I used to do a television show called American Gladiators. Uh, I've just had a very fun documentary series on Netflix called Muscles of Mayhem that thanks to everyone's support was number one in the United States, debuted it. And uh, I'm with my good friend here.
2: I'm Laurie Fetrick, I played Ice on the American Gladiators. I have a podcast called Chilling with Ice. And yes, the uh, Muscles and Mayhem documentary was amazing. And it was great. Oh my God, it, it was, great. was awesome. So thanks for having us.
0: Well, thank you guys for coming. And I think you both are underselling yourselves a little bit because, I mean, Dan, <laughs> you, there's certainly, you, there's certainly uh, you have a lot more achievements than just uh, having been a gladiator. And of course, the documentary was incredibly successful, but, and you too, Ice, we can get into that. Or just point of clarification, do you guys prefer Dan and Lori or Nitro, Ice, whatever. Whatever
2: comes out of your mouth. Okay. It's fine. All right.
0: There we go. Uh, Madison, do you want
3: to introduce name is yourself? Madison. I am 18 years old. I guess I'm the now co-host. To for, for today. For today. You're for, on probation. Okay. So <laughs> okay. For today, I'm the co-host of the Whatever Podcast. I'm also a student at Santa Barbara City College studying accounting and business as well as a host at a bar.
0: Lovely. Okay, cool. So, uh... Before we kind of get into it, uh, what's your guys' current relationship status? So are you single, talking stage, situationship, friends with benefits, relationship, married, polycule, sex cult, any of of the above? (laughs) Damn. There's there's quite a few. Uh, How long have you been, if you're single, how long have you been single? Or uh, how long have you been in a relationship, and what's your longest
1: relationship? So right now, I live with a fantastic woman. We raise her son together. We've both been married before. So at this point after seven years, we have decided not to get married. Um, But we still talk about it. Uh, I think once you've been married, you kind of know what the deal is. You know that there is a 65 to 70% um, failure rate in Southern California. So why are you going to buy into a failing institution if you've already done it? Your car is broke. It breaks down why would you go buy that car again so no um not married but very very happy probably for the first time in my life with 100 uh, 100 mm. with uh, one woman. and sorry for all the women before that, that <laughs> i just said i wasn't happy with one woman <laughs> but uh yeah that's my status right now and you've been
0: with her for how long you said seven seven years with your she current? knows
1: exactly by but would say it's seven <laughs> or eight years somewhere okay. in that ball hood because there was um how do you call it the hanging and banging days you know, and then, you know, gradually you progress into yes. a very meaningful and substantial relationship. Okay. Did uh, you fall asleep on that?
0: I <laughs> No, I was captivated. I, I was captivated. Um, but, And you said at one point though, you were previously married, is that correct?
1: Yeah, I was married uh, for about five years.
0: Five
4: years. So
1: okay. I, yeah, look, I wanted to see what it was. So I was a guy who grew up and, you know, to me, women were fun. And when they stopped being fun, I just found new fun. And uh, as I started to get through my 20s, I felt like this thing inside that wasn't fulfilled. So I've always heard about true love. This is what true love, it's happiness. The movies, the books, the commercials, they tell you true love is where happiness is. So I said, I'm gonna try it. So I found a girl and um, I tried it. (laughs) (laughs) And it was a social experiment. That lasted about th- about three years, and uh, we ended up total, I think it was five years. But I do have a son from a previous relationship.
0: Right. Yeah. You ha- Do you have any other kids or just the one I have son? the stepson
1: who lives with us now. He's fantastic. Okay. In yeah, well, one stepson. Yeah, my son, Tyler, he's uh, a great kid. He lives in Portugal, and it was an accident. Mm. His uh, mother told me that she couldn't get pregnant.
0: I read that in your book. <laughs> yes. Uh, I read Teresa, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, just bring it out there. It's in the book. Yeah, it's in she the, book. Said, Here, pass me the book. Yeah, So she said she couldn't get pregnant, but it was like the biggest <laughs> head fake stuffed. because it wasn't like, you know, I'm on the pill. It wasn't any of that. It was like, I do not ovulate. And I'm 23 years old at the time. And you know, she was 28. And I figured, OK, she doesn't ovulate. It's OK. Go ahead. Fire away. And then about uh, six months down the road, she says to me, oh, my God. It's a miracle of God. And neither of us are religious. (laughs) She says, a miracle of God. I'm pregnant. And I'm like, how can you get pregnant? You don't even ovulate. And then she said something to me that I'll never forget. And she said, well, either it's a miracle of God or you have very strong sperm. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, 23. I've got strong sperm. (laughs) Later, as I got to know her, I realized that um, I was a big, dumb Muscular idiot uh, who fell for uh, the oldest trick in the book. But out of that, I got a fantastic son who I love to death.
0: So she baby trapped you, kind of. Well, I think,
1: I think she, I didn't have any money at the time. So I know right. it wasn't for the money. And, and like, I'm a, I'm a half breed. So I don't know if it was for the genetics. I, I, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know how that happened. I don't know why she'd do that. But uh, yeah, the, the strong sperm line just, I mean, is that possible? You don't ovulate that? They could go up the fallopian too. Oh. Hey, uh, FDG, thank you for the 50 gifted memberships.
0: Uh, I think she, I spoke with her. She's going to actually be gifting thir, uh, 50 memberships every 30 minutes. So if you guys want st- to stay tuned and get a, grab yourselves a membership. Uh, wait, so okay, she, Teresa. Uh, you have to she, say her
1: name. Do you have to say her name? Oh,
0: we'll call her. Uh... <laughs> My son's mother, baby mama. Okay, baby mama. Yeah, baby mama. Sorry, it was in the book, so you know. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I, I, I read the book, but uh, she uh, did she ever try to collect child support from you, or what well, she did for oh. eighteen years? Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I had read in the book that she she I mean you were you were younger. I think you were tw- was it twenty twenty two. I was 22. You were twenty two, yeah. and she was in her thirties. She was twenty eight.
1: Oh, okay, twenty nine. Yeah, six, six, seven years old. Yeah,
0: and it sounded like she was doing fairly like she had a career she was making her own money you were living with her and here you are a young guy who it sounded like at, at the time you weren't really you're were kind of scraping by and then she, for her to come after for child support seems
1: well you know what it, it look as my responsibility as my sure. son you know as as men we need to take care of Regardless of who owns who has more money who doesn't sure. mayor as as a man or as a woman you need to take care of your offspring mm. And it took me a while to learn that when I first had him. I was playing football over in Italy and um, You know, I just got a call in the, like middle of the night. You have a son. I said, oh, is he healthy? Great click And that was it then I got home and she did the smartest thing because I got home from Italy I'd gone out and I would partied and she called me and it was uh, like seven in the morning and I'd been up all night and I said oh god I'm so hungover you know don't come over just you know I'll see my son later because he was six months old at the time and then she actually brought him to my father's house and said this is your son and you know when I held him for the first time you know then it was such a you know uh, overwhelming experience to realize that I'd created life and I decided at that moment this is my boy you know, I have to take care of him. Mm. And, um, you know, I did for, I have since then. Yeah. It's beautiful. Gotcha. Uh, Lori, what about you?
2: Dude, that was, that was
1: long. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the question already. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So,
2: uh,
1: <laughs> I'm a legendary talker. <laughs> she, whenever we I do just, stuff together, I she's back, like, Dan, I mean, shut, up. Just Dan shut up. Dan, shut up. So, uh, the
0: question was, what's your current relationship status? Are you, you get single? You're in a relationship? Um yeah
2: I've been with my girlfriend about um, 13 years now
0: 13 years okay. longest
2: is 14 years with a different relationship a different yeah. relationship okay. exactly with a guy or a girl 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 all my relationships with girls have been like let's go 7 10 13 yeah they're okay. li- I, I'm called a lifer, I guess.
0: A lifer. Okay, there you go. A <laughs> um, and So are you, do you, do you consider yourself bi? Or are you lesbian? I dated,
2: I dated guys all, three, all through high school. And okay. so all through high school dating guys. And then I was around 25, 26-ish. Met this one girl, realized, admitted it to myself. I was like, holy shit, I'm gay. This girl's hot. I'm in love with her. And it just kind of like, that's, it, it's, it's, Really come into terms with who you are, you know, especially mm-hmm. if you're gay, lesbian, whatever it may be, bisexual. Love men. I love them. I just don't connect with you guys. Mm.
3: So it's just been women since then? Um, yeah. I mean, I've... I... <coughs> <laughs> oh, did I, did
2: I do that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm <a little laughs> sure. Did I do that? <laughs> All right. Now the game is on. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, relationship-wise... If we're talking relationships, yes, they've all been with women. Okay. Um, sex, a little different story, but you know,
0: yes. Okay. So if you were to categorize yourself, God, sort of sort of by kind of by.
2: Um, I'm gay, I'm gay. Okay, I, I'm in with yeah, you know, she's a woman little... in her life. Right Ro- now. romantically,
0: oh, okay. romantically, you're only interested in women, but for casual, a guy every once in a while is. Uh, All is right, there, we can go there.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Why not? Why not? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I used to, I used to laugh and say I have my yearlies. Okay. Dan keeps wondering when he's going to be my yearly, which. No. So, so I, guess the,
1: I guess the question here is, how long do you have to go as far as a time period without penis before you become? I don't think
2: like, you can answer that. Gay. You can't answer that. No, it's it doesn't work that way. Does it
3: kind of just, like, mm. happen?
2: It doesn't work that way. It's it's who you're attracted to in the moment. I always said that I had the best of both worlds because I'm attracted to both. Right. But mentally, I'm attracted to women. Sure. You know, because I have that connection. Mm. Um, but then sometimes they just talk too much. They <laughs> have that guy mentality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I do. Sometimes it's, it's like, okay. oh, my God, shut up. You know, um, yeah. but with me, it's it's interesting because... Yeah, on on one level, it's like my my brain is like a guy's brain. It's like I can do a one and done, mm-hmm. and a lot of girls can't, you very know, true. but
1: that's, am I right?
3: Yeah, that's very, very true. Wait,
1: you can do a one and done with both a female and a male if that's who attracted you? It d- doesn't matter? Absolutely. Oh, wow, I can't do that. Yeah, you
2: can. You've done that your whole life. What are you talking about? No. Except your current. <laughs> except your current relationships.
1: No. So this relationship has been seventy-eight years. Before that, the relationship was twelve years. So as I get older, I get slower. All right,
2: so this is when I knew him during gladiators. Let's go here then. Okay.
3: <laughs> Wait, so you've done it with men and women? No, too? no, no. Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Just, just meaning Whoa. he's a he's I a no. We I'll I'll
2: I'll go there with him. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, no, I'm saying when he was I knew him as a gladiator. Definitely. Okay. Now, since he's in relationships, no. Obviously, he is the the committed man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm tamed. I'm tamed. You are tamed. I'm tamed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's... I can't even explain it. I don't know what happens, you know, where you go from womanizing and getting a lot of... um, self-satisfaction but not only self-satisfaction you get uh, a sense of self-esteem mm. mm-hmm. a lot of time when I was younger it was all about the girl that I was with and if she was hot you know and the guys are like bro how did you get that I felt good
2: she was feeding your
1: ego yeah well yes yeah, yeah. she was in the yeah, way absolutely. that your bros would respond dude how did you go out with her oh my god you're with that girl and it, it really filled me up as a, as a man like hey look at me you know I got this very attractive yeah. girl and then it just didn't it's you know i I guess the thing is like you know a ferrari after you have a ferrari for a long enough time it just becomes a car you know you know what i mean so are you
2: settling with your ferrari is that what you're telling me yeah i I have a ferrari at (laughs) it right
1: kim's a ferrari you know and i'm yeah and it's just it seems like it's enough look i always said um i i come to i came to realize that as a young man i was very easy for an attractive girl to get, but I was really hard to hold on to. And why was it hard to hold on to? Because he was Beca- a whore. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because you, you may call it that way, but there was nothing of substance to me as a man. I was all smoke and mirrors. You know, it was muscles. It was, believe it or not, a lot of long hair and it was flash, but the inner substance of who I was and what I believed in and what I stood for wasn't there. And so I was easy to get, but I was hard to hold on to.
0: But do you, do you think that could have also possibly been that none of the women that you were involved with really caught your eye? Not, I'm not speaking strictly f- physical appearance, but just maybe the, they weren't bringing something to the table when it came to their personality
1: or...
2: What about commonality? Did you have things in common? Absolutely. I mean, did you look for that? Look,
1: here's my, I dated a lot of really fantastic women. I I dated intelligent women, career women, you know, actresses, models. I dated tons of different women and so many of them were fantastic. It didn't matter. It could have been the perfect girl, the perfect partner, but if you're not ready at that time, it doesn't work. Later, when you're ready, the less perfect person can come and then you will grab onto that person mm-hmm. because that's what you want in your life. So to answer your question directly, Brian, they, they, they were fantastic. They clicked all the boxes. It was just me. I was, you know, I was, <laughs> I was in Hollywood. I was young. Yeah, hey, look.
2: You're having a time of your life.
1: If, no, but if you look and you read my book later, like you'll did, you did, you'll know that I was, um, I don't know what the word is, sexualized at a very young age. When I was 10 years old, I was living in Asia, and my dad owned a restaurant, and he had prostitutes in his restaurant. So I was a 10-year-old boy walking, running around with prostitutes, you know, tea girls, tea girls Asian yeah. girls, chasing him, saying, hey, you know, can I pop your cherry, hey, I, can I do this? And so I saw sex at a very young age in a different way, and my father was also a horrible womanizer, you know, so many different women cheating, and I thought, that's just what you did. That was normal. Mm-hmm. So, anybody who I met from 18 to 28 in that normal got to feel that wrath mm-hmm. of what and who my father was expressed through me. Until you get to be a certain age, you know, men and women, do you usually start to find your own identity and say, this is who I am and this is how I want to be? And some people don't. But for me, it was a, a, a real awakening when I had, you know, you know, a lot of different women. I had. Money, I had fame, um, but I, you know, was partying all the time and and I wasn't happy.
3: What kind of made you realize that um, you weren't being as fulfilled just womanizing anymore? Was there any specific thing that kind of happened in your life that made you just feel unfulfilled?
1: you know, I, I know it sounds, it's hard for people to understand, you know, to think like you can, you know, you have like beautiful girls Mm -hmm. and not be happy. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like, what dude, if I had those girls, if I had, you know, whoever it was, I I would be a hat. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But, and and I feel like almost, uh, you know, stupid for, you know, talking about this, uh, because, um, it's such a high-class problem. Oh, my God, poor guy. He's got hot chicks. But like I said earlier, it, it made me feel a certain way, getting a new girl and being with a new girl and having that conquest. It, it built a certain kind of happiness and mm-hmm. esteem until it didn't. And then at the height of Gladiators, when you know, I was partying a lot, uh, I started to wake up in the mornings, high out of my mind, on the floor, spit dribbling out of my mouth, and I was just like crying.
3: Kind of just well, like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. well,
1: how can this be? I've got everything, and yet mm-hmm. you know it feels like nothing. Mm-hmm. And that was at the point, you know, I kind of, yeah, you know, Madison, I raised my hand and I said, "Something's a little off here. I've got everything, and I'm not happy." And I, that happened a couple times, and I was just like, "Whoa, this is like really, really strange." And then. The last time I was riding my, uh, in my red Jeep going down Hollywood Boulevard, you know, having a great time, sun was shining, and I had this spontaneous, like, crying burst of tears. And here I am. I'm on TV. I'm 240 pounds. I'm this big, strong guy. I crush people for a living. Yeah. And, you know, I'm driving and crying for no reason. And that's when I raised my hand and said, look, something's wrong. I need to get help. And, you know, getting help, you know, therapy and asking someone for help, you know, especially back in my time was really really, really hard to do. So it was a, a bunch of events that led up to that point where I said, oh, and that's when I said, you know, maybe, like I said, maybe I'll try marriage, but I wasn't healed yet to be a good husband, to be a good partner.
3: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh,
1: before we get
0: into some more relationship stuff, I wanted to touch a little bit both on your backgrounds and also talk a little bit about Gladiator. Uh, how many seasons were you both in?
2: I did on what I did, American seven? Gladiators. Seven? seven i believe
1: Uh, to me you are the female version of an american gladiator so to me when i think american gladiators i think ice and i think zap so i feel like you are always there the show ran for eight years uh, Mm -hmm. and
2: i missed the first 13 episodes
1: so you came in second season yes well
2: kind of yeah it was it was the second season as a matter of fact
0: gotcha and what about you how many seasons were you in
1: Similar to her, I left over a salary dispute, over right. a merchandising yeah. dispute right around year four. Mm-hmm. So I did the very first episode and then I came back to the show for a year as Nitro and then the last uh, season I hosted the show.
0: Gotcha. Didn't, I think you two grouped up for the whole, you know, you went to Samuel Goldwyn or whatever. The merchandising. The merchandising uh, yeah, exactly. thing. But uh But you, were you only kicked off for, you got fired too, right? Or, yeah. For one but, season. Oh, one season, one season. you came back. And then
2: I came back, and they actually, he came back the same year as a host, though, as gotcha. a co-host. Okay, yeah.
0: got it, got it.
2: I wanted to compete. I wanted yeah, to still yeah, yeah. battle. I still wanted to kick ass.
0: And what from what year? So I think the show started, it was in 89, was it?
2: Was it 89 Was the 90.
0: first year,
1: 89? It was somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, long Something like that. Long, I want you to know there were still cell phones in. There were cell phones in there. they were big. They were they big. Were big. You know ones. what? Speaking of, I had a uh I was like he's going to pull one out.
2: Yep, that's it right is there. This, that's the one. Was that the one? So so one? that
1: was the one that was actually attached to your car. I got it. So this was this plugged plugs into in. your car. Does so it actually
2: I, still work? You want to? No. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: nah, I don't think so. Actually, it does turn on if you plug it in. I don't think you. I, you know what? Maybe if you. I don't know. It might I don't be. know.
2: We're d- it's still dating ourselves. Yeah. It's like we didn't have the cell phones, we didn't have the social media, we didn't have you know all of that when it comes to the smartphones and right. filming and.
3: Did you deal. kind of appreciate that a little more though now that you've?
2: You know, it's interesting because of the fact that I think that if we had it, it would have been dangerous, Barry. especially on tour. I would say. Yeah,
1: so um, we went on a tour across America. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, we went and did 120 cities. So you packed up. Um, 10 gladiators, you know, full of youth, vitality, Mm -hmm. uh, vigor, horniness, testosterone, testosterone. (laughs) you put us on a bus and you said, you're going to go to Madison Square Garden. You're going to go, you know, to 120 cities across America. So we were like rock and roll stars, except for we would kick the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was awesome.
0: And were you guys doing shows pretty much every, it sounded like from the documentary almost every day. We every were, night. we were
2: doing it every day. I mean, I think that, um, in our contract we had to do it. We did like, uh, four days straight and then they'd have to, they had to give us like two days off. Right. You know, and it seemed like those two days off we were traveling. So it wasn't really like the two days off. You're still kind of working. Absolutely. are traveling. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, so 120 cities, um, In the documentary for the tour, it sounded like you guys were compensated a little better than during the actual show. So you guys were getting paid, if my understanding, very little for the actual show. Is that?
2: Oh yeah, I mean, when I came on, my contract was for 21 shows, and I think that year I made a whopping 20 grand. I want to say something. Yeah, it was like something ridiculous. You know, um, even though it was, we were, we were in the union, but we were in the union at AFTRA mm. before the two unions actually they merged. merged. Yeah. Exactly. So I, when I came in, my contract was on the bottom end of mm. the AFTRA scale. So I think it was something like, to be honest with you, maybe five, five fifty a show, mm. something along those lines.
0: But I mean, back in the nineties, it was one of the biggest shows on TV. There wasn't yes. like, do you guys know how many? It was like ten million viewers. Of, or, I don't know. Do, do
1: you know, know how many I much, don't even know the numbers on it. A shit ton. It was a yeah. lot. Yeah, <laughs> a, a shit ton of viewers. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. How many viewers? And you look up in the ratings, and it says shit, shit ton? ton. A lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> as far as getting, when you got paid for the the tour, it was. uh You guys were getting paid. Was it five thousand per week? On um, maybe I think that was maybe.
2: Dan was probably making more, but okay. we were, we were they're... making, yes, he's laughing about this. Okay. But he, he was, him and, um, him and Jim and I were actually, because I think you guys actually created something to where it's you two got more money than the mo- most of us because you were like the captains of the team. And so mm. you were keeping well, us we together, didn't,
1: correct? We didn't create that. The guy who did the tour, who also did, you know, the Ringo Starr tour and a, bun- a bunch of other cool, cool tours, David yeah. Fishoff. He came to the two of us who we thought were the most important people he had to have. Supply and demand, star power. He said, Nitro, Gemini. I want you guys. And he said, when I get you guys, everybody else will fall in. What's it going to take per week to do the mm. deal? And, you know, they, that, that's how it is. They fill your ego. They say, yeah. you're the most important. You're beautiful. You're going to be famous. You know, that kind of thing. And, yeah, we fell for it. And we took the five grand a week. And uh, I'm not sure what everybody else got paid.
2: No, I think we were around the same.
1: Mm. Okay.
2: We just thought he was getting like eight.
1: Okay. <laughs> no, that was the cash that I haven't reported yet.
2: Got it. Oh, there we go. And so the tour,
0: uh, do you guys know, uh, did you hit pretty much every state almost? Maybe besides like Alaska? Or almost. Hawaii? I think we,
2: um, yeah, almost we did. We didn't, hit, we didn't hit Hawaii, we didn't hit Alaska. I would say, well, 126 cities.
1: 126 cities, including Madison Square Garden, but not Alaska, not Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I was just looking there, and someone said, Madison, they, don't, they said that uh, you were still in your dad's you-know-what.
3: When the show was <laughs> when going on? the show on? was
1: yeah. on, but do they know?
3: He actually is my father, so.
1: Yeah, I don't know if the guys know that. Confirm.
0: Uh, that. That's, that's how we were able to book them. Yeah, exactly. Is it's actually familial...
1: Uh, yeah the daughter
3: so i was and I so
1: was. usually uh my mouth man. is much more free with the words i'm saying it's kind of awkward <laughs> with you here right now i have to say yeah it's, it's uh, a little awkward
3: be free, be free it's okay no
1: no 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 <laughs> okay
3: okay <so. laughs> on, that note, <laughs> on
2: that note on
1: that note
0: um so uh i want to go back a little bit uh background stuff here so dan uh you played college football at was it san jose state
1: right uh, can i tell san- you why i picked san jose state Yeah, yeah two reasons course. they had a great damn football team but at that time we were voted in the top 10 party schools mm. in america mm. it was like san diego mm-hmm. state san jose state and I went up there to San Jose, which now is you know um, Silicon Valley, much, much different than it was when I yeah. went up there. When I went up there, it was this old beaten down town. And I came from Orange County, California. And when I went up there, it was nighttime. And they, I don't know if you guys know that, you know, like when they recruit a football player, they take them on trips, they hook you up with cheerleaders, they walk you around campus. Everything I saw was at night. And I go, this is a great town. Mm. And um, I decided to go there, I got a scholarship, I went back up the first day there. I'm walking outside my dorm and a homeless woman lifts her dress up and pees on in front of me. <laughs> and I'm like, nice I, I remember running into the dorm, calling my dad. I said, Dad, a woman just peed on the street. You know, I, I, I can't go to school here. Um, but I ended up um, sticking it out and it ended up being quite a party school. I joined a frat, Sigma Alpha Epsilon.
0: Sig Ep, is that? Si- S- is no. it Sig or? Sigma
1: Alpha Epsilon. Well, the shortened version. They call it Sig now. You guys are so trendy. Yeah, you guys are short. <laughs> LOL. 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 L-M-I-O. Be right back, right? All BRB. these things that you guys do on your devices. Sig up.
0: <laughs> I think there's a SIG up here at UCSB. Uh, Sigma Alpha oh, Epsilon. Excuse me, excuse me. Sigma I think there's it a It is Sigma worthy Alpha of Eps- saying the whole <laughs> word. I believe there's a Sigma Alpha Epsilon here at UCSB. So maybe Knock on the door, and be like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm uh, one of your. No, oh, you can't do that.
1: I'm a bro. They would let me in. Oh, they would. Yeah, you got
0: absolutely. There's like a handshake, right? That do you still know the handshake? Of course, I know the handshake. Of course, he knows. I know the sign. I,
1: I can't tell you. It's secret. It's very secret. It's like that very. number seven on yeah. your collar. I don't never, know what that means. You don't know what it is. It makes me want to punch you seven times. Oh fuck. Oh shit. Good time.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, well, maybe maybe this will be the show. People find out. Um, so you played college football. You were in a fraternity. Uh, you graduated from San Jose. Uh, And then you became, uh, was this before college? You became a bouncer, is that correct? At the nightclub? Yes. Okay, and that's where you met your... uh, Son's mother. Son's mother. and uh, Baby mama. Baby mama. Teresa. And uh, (laughs) when it comes to dating, it was your first, my understanding from the book, it was your first night working. Your very first night working,
1: you met Teresa. I met Teresa. It was an 18 and older bar. Yeah. You know, where they could come in and she... I love your hat, by the way. Thank you. I, I love that hat. What does it represent?
3: It is actually a German soldier helmet
1: from World War, I. Wow. Archduke
3: World War One. Archduke Franz Ferdinand.
1: So, it's... does Mom know you have that on?
2: When's the first time you put that hat on?
3: <laughs> hmm, it's been it's been a while. I think.
2: Does Mom know? <laughs> do you wear it <laughs> she every does show?
3: No, I do wear it every show. It's, it's every show. kind
2: of her calling it's my card. My thing. Yeah. Yeah. You want to wear it, don't you, Dan? Well, no. I.
0: You just know what? We do have. We have more than one. If you'd like to
3: wear join one. in on the fun. If you'd like oh, to he's wear kinda, one. thinking about that. That's kind of well, weird. <laughs> father, daughter. That's kind of weird. Father, daughter.
1: You remember? I never liked you calling me daddy. Oh, call me oh, dad. Big daddy. Call, yeah. Papa. Father. What about father? Father's father, fine, father. but don't call me daddy. That's weird.
0: Okay.
3: I don't think I've ever called my father daddy.
0: So back to San Jose State. And on that note. And
2: then.
3: Um,
0: yeah. No. So you, uh, you're working at a nightclub as a bouncer. And that was before or after college?
1: It was right after college. After I was college. trying to get on with the football team. I was working at a bouncer. 18 and over bar. Uh, she walks in. She's 28. Trying to fit right. in with 18 year olds. That should tell you everything <laughs> you need to know about her. And um, yeah. We uh, hooked up. Yep. Um, and then I got a beautiful son. It's a short version
0: there you go and then at from there you went to Italy to play in the Italian Football League which and that's uh, American Football League in Italy which I, I didn't even know was a thing until I read the book um, and Nick maybe if you want to pull up the, the Wikipedia just to give people a little context but uh, so you went to, to Italy and you played for just one season in, in Italy is that yo FDG thank you for the 50 gifted memberships yeah We'll do a little salute there. Um, yeah, so it's the Italian Football League, and they play American football, because I know like, when you think of, I guess, Europe, you think of football, you think of soccer. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to get a few Europeans upset for that one. But um, And you played for one, one season in Italy, is that right?
1: Yeah, so they played American football in Italy. They've been doing it for quite a few years. Um, they actually have a European league as well, and the NFL had a league over there. Uh, called the World Football League, what they tried out for. Mm. You know, for me, uh, my son's mother was pregnant. Um, I'm 22 years old. I don't want to have a kid. And the opportunity comes up on a Tuesday from a buddy of mine, Bobby Frasco, who played football at San Jose State with me. He says, hey, I can get you a job over in Italy, three Americans per team. Do you want to come play American football? And I was like, yeah. And I left on Saturday. And it was a fantastic experience. There's a great John Grisham book called Playing for Pizza, which doesn't chronicle my journey, but it mm. chronicles an American football player's journey in Italy. And look, you practice two days a week. You had games on Saturdays, and you're pounding pasta. But the interesting thing about Italy, they have a very, very... <laughs> <I know. laughs> no, it's really weird. I know where it's going. I, they have a very like strong, transsexual... Oh pop not strong not like they lift <laughs> not, you know, not like ah, but it's a large transsexual population oh. which act as sex workers and models that are in italy i just thought i would share that with you in case yeah. you ever go to italy brian tidbit. and you're lonely
0: not not really my thing you know but uh... you don't know till you try it I don't know if there will be a try. I don't know if there will be a try, but uh, I appreciate you looking out for me. Uh, but so, did you you encountered? Did you encounter? Did you participate? Did you participate?
1: Was there? I encountered. So, there, there, so the way that clubs work, and, and we, I was right outside of Milan, which was the you know model capital of the world, the fashion mm. capital of the world, Giorgio Armani, and the clubs are these huge, huge warehouses, and they just go on and they rage, and it's like a party mm. and the first night i'm there i look over and i i see this fantastic looking woman, woman and she's like you know five foot ten and she's walking around in in a bra and uh what are the garters and bustier and high heels walking around the club like this and i look at my guys Italian guys go, oh that girl i mean she's amazing and they're like no 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 that's not a girl <laughs> and i'm like what oh. are you kidding me and her name was paula not Paul, but Paola. Paola, and she was actually a famous fashion model. She was on the cover of the magazines. It was something that you know back there in Italy was very they're very comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't you know um, it wasn't
3: controversial. Controversial,
1: right? Like, they put them on. Ma- they put her, her. I guess it's. I get so confused yeah. on magazine <laughs> covers, and uh, I ended up you know becoming friendly with her, and and it was um, interesting.
0: How friendly? When you, when you, yeah, when you say how friendly, friendly, what, are we, how what friendly. are we talking about here?
2: Come on, Dan. Give it up.
1: No, I, I never tested the waters. Come on. Okay, okay. okay. But I, I, let, let's kiss. say I, I saw the goods, but I never tested the waters. And um, yeah, mm. I, I, I can tell you for a fact, at least from my singular observation, because she would walk around in this garter like with no panties on. And, you know... So I think one really day tell. one of the guys <laughs> said, hey, let me see what it looks like. And she, you know, she didn't care. She did. And it looked normal. It looked normal. Really? It, it looked normal. No, because they had the operation. Okay. It, it okay, looks so normal. She,
0: she got the, the, the goods removed and got the, the,
1: the replacements. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Look, look, everyone has a right to be who they want to be. Right. And and she was, you know, I guess, you know, before her time and that's what she wanted to do. You know, hey, sure. That's and it's her life, you know, and uh, or his life.
0: I, I've never seen the, the post-op look. I,
1: I've I only seen it once. W-
0: one time in, in Italy. And it looked you say. And it was dark. It was a nightclub. And it, looked, and it, it okay. was just like, right. you know, mm. I,
1: I felt like a gynecologist. Oh, wow. Yeah. It wasn't a a, a sexual adventure like, hey, baby, it was just like. Oh, let me see. Let me put my little light on here, you know, <laughs> professor. Okay. You were curious, yeah, right? You were curious. I was curious yeah, I you know, yeah. cur- Curiosity killed the cat and yeah. I was like, no, okay. Okay. Nah, no, it's all good. Thank you, Paula. And, you know, I moved on.
0: There you have it. There you have it. So you were in Italy. Um, they have a crazy fascination with, I, that's new to me. Why? Well, I, I did see it in the book. I
1: don't think they have a clitoris. I don't think so. Either. No, I saw someone it's, in the yeah, chat yeah, yeah. say oh, okay. "giant clitoris." I don't think they have a clitoris.
0: There, there is another story in the book though about that, which we will get into. So <laughs> you are in Italy. Uh, <laughs> Can you, you ask her I'm, something? Yes. Uh, no,
2: <laughs> I, I'm reading. I said, I'm reading the I'm, comments I'm right now. I'm laughing I'm my ass it. off. I'm asking
1: for a I friend. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I'm Who wondering how we went
2: from like football in Italy to uh, it's a chapter. no clitoris. <laughs> it's well, it's a chapter in his book. The,
0: so uh one last thing with italy uh so with the italian football league they have their kind of their own version of the super bowl yeah i'm sweating here i don't know how you backed me into that corner well so you you won the italian super bowl with your football team
1: is that that's right yeah yeah it was it was we had such a funny name it was uh the Busto Sizio is the city that we played for. is right outside of Milan, and our name was the Frogs. <laughs> the Busto Sizio <laughs> frogs, frogs. Die, die. <laughs> okay. But uh, you know what? It was such a great adventure. Mm. You know, to be twenty three years old, to live in Italy, to get paid, to mm. you know, see the country. Uh, uh, yeah, it was such a uh, like, what what an amazing country. What an amazing experience. You, what what year was that? Was that ninety? 90-
5: it was a long or, time no, ago. It was it was
0: 80s 80s, right? My dude, long okay. time ago. It's okay. long. I don't want to date. Ago. I don't want to date long. anything. So, did you think about doing multiple years there, like continuing on, or was it like just a one year offer sort of?
1: Well, thing? so if you played in the NFL, they made a new rule you could not play in Italy. So I went and played in the NFL for the Rams right. briefly. Then I d- could not go back and play.
0: Okay, I see. Yeah, you. So pretty much as soon as you finished up in Italy you went and played for the L.A. Rams in the NFL. Yes, sir. Got it, got it. Okay, so I'm going to, I've asked you a bunch of questions. We have Vice here. We have Lori. Um, So I do want to come back to, let's maybe bring it back to dating for a little bit. Uh, So you mentioned, you mentioned generally, like you're you're almost exclusively romantically, you date women, right? So I'm curious, like what's your type when it comes to (laughs) the ladies Mm,
2: good question someone who's hot who's got a great personality um somebody i connect with
0: got it do you like uh do you like tall women short women petite women must like muscular women
2: oh well Um, now you're really backing me in a corner okay (laughs) um i'm not really into muscular women Mm -hmm. not at all um i like girl girls okay i don't like masculine women gotcha um yeah there's a lot of you know Gay lesbian women out there that mm. that if if they're feminine than themselves they like that real hardcore kind of dykey girl. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, not into that, not whatsoever. Okay, um, not my type. Um, I always it's interesting. I've always been super attracted to blondes, but I've always wound up with brunettes. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily. I can't really say I have a type type, but mm-hmm. I don't know just. Yeah, I guess I kind of do in a way, don't I? You've seen I th- all the girls. I think I've all been the
1: girls with. from the last few years I've seen you with they're always very, very attractive. And sometimes I thought that uh I was gonna be dating a girl only to find out this one <laughs> is dating her. <laughs> mm.
0: Oh, are you talking oh wait, okay, I was thinking the there's a Chicago That wasn't the only- that's, that's okay. yeah we'll, that's- we'll get to that. There, that
4: wasn't the oh, only but, time.
1: Oh she, so. <laughs> So, 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 you, so the joke is, you know, who slept with the most people on the most girls on Gladiators? And everyone looks to me, but it is definitely not me.
0: I feel like you have game, Lori. I do have game. You've got game. <laughs> I, I get
2: that impression from you. Um so I like how Madison's nodding her head looking at me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Madison a right.
0: here. My no. daughter,
1: are you interested? Watch,
4: no. <laughs> Watch out, Frankie. Watch out, Frankie.
1: Just she's, too she's young. She's coming uh, for you. Just but,
0: too young. <laughs> um but uh did you have an interest in any of the other gladiators? Was there ever inter gladiator it, romance?
2: It's interesting because I was never attracted to any of the gladiators. Right. Because you, you said
0: you're not really into like muscular. Yeah. Or the, the one yeah. thing
2: though is um, before I was on the show, I always thought that Ray Hollett was hot. Mm. I mean, she, she was. was She's I mean, back in the day. That, yeah. That's zap. zap. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She was hot, um, but then obviously I got to know her, and it wasn't the attraction went away. It was more. Of she's now my gladiator sister mm. You know and I didn't look at her that way whatsoever But before I was on the show I did look at her that way just a tad okay. um, But it's interesting Because the game The game comes from the chase As well You know and it's like When we were on tour and it's kind of like You know Dan's like how do you know when they're gay It's just that look mm. You know it's, it's the look That the girl gives you that you can just You can feel it and you just know you know, okay. and so it's it's kind of a fun thing. It really is. The guys um the guys are going just you know, they just go all balls out for the girl. Boom. Mm-hmm. There is no game. Mm-hmm. I don't think so anymore. Anyway. No game? I don't know. I, I, don't, know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. do you have game? Now I don't know.
1: I, I don't think I have game anymore. You don't it's need
2: gone? game anymore.
3: No, he
0: didn't. No, that. it he was did. there, but
1: it's it's
2: gone.
1: The game he's like, it's gone. you know what? It's just I. just I just don't think I have that I have that need To be seen You know By other yeah. women I, I feel pretty <clears> Darn <throat> I feel pretty darn good About myself <laughs> You know what I mean I don't need that Oh is that girl Checking me out Oh is this girl Checking me out And uh, yeah I, I just don't need it
3: well, it's, you had, it's, it's, it's nice You don't you know, need it it's anymore nice. you, That's well, what I'm saying You, you had to have had it Back then He did though, Because in, He
2: had it but it was more his looks, to be quite yeah. honest with you. You were saying you Kim were was,
3: getting the most attractive. Dan one was out handsome.
2: Can we get he, Nick? Can no you pull shit.
0: up some Google image search of uh, Dan? Dan on, and his, on, in all of his ex-girlfriends. <laughs> maybe also we have a video from Ice here, but uh, but uh, well, you also have. I mean, you've been in a. You said seven-year relationship, so you know the.
1: I don't want to have game. You got to shut game it off. Anymore. You got to shut it off. He
2: does have to shut it off.
1: You know, it's something that well,
0: game maybe game for other women, right? But.
1: Yeah, but you know what it is like for me. I've learned that if I need to be, if I want to be committed, I got to shut it off.
0: Mm. Very
4: true. You know, all of a
1: sudden I look. You know, every woman is like my sister now. You know, I just like no, 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 no. And I, you know, for me, you know, I have a very strong drive in everything. So I have to put blinders on, you know, and walk and, and focus. And I can't even start to entertain that. You know, when Muscles of Mayhem came out in Netflix, you know, Ice and I, Lori and I were talking about how our DMs blew up. Mm. You know, people, uh, (laughs) I wasn't quite getting the DMs uh, Lori was getting. I'll let her talk about that. But they blew up and, you know, I just just could not let myself go down that because it's too easy to stray. Mm. Especially today. It's just too easy. And I just, I I can't do it. Social media, yeah. Yeah, I can't do it.
3: So Lori had the DMs. Well, Lori, right. had, the Lori had the game. Dan had Dan had the DMs. <laughs>
2: Tell us
1: about yes. your DMs, Lori.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just some some context, if anybody's like just tuning in, uh, you know the Netflix documentary ca- came out. I think it was number one on Netflix for at least on my I saw that as number one on Netflix for a couple weeks or something.
2: I think it went three weeks.
0: The documentary was fantastic. I thought it was great. Um, and uh, and so, but I imagine, as you guys just mentioned. There's some DMs. You guys were getting some DMs from. But it's some...
2: interesting because this is what we were talking about before. Right when Netflix, when that hit, all of our DMs were just like going crazy on all the social medias. And see, we didn't experience the social media back then. Mm. But now we're experiencing it now, which is a whole different ballgame. Because we were, it's like there's hundreds just boom every day just popping off. But we noticed something. As the weeks went by, they started dropping off. So it went from like, you know, hundreds a day down to 50, mm. down to 20, down to five. It's like, really? That's how quickly this social media makes everything turn and burn. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it it's is quick. fast it's to where quick. if we were back in the day and we we're, you know, not aging ourselves, but if we, if there was no social media, we would still be on Netflix, probably number one. Our, you know, we would still be like super big out there, but now mm. uh uh-uh. it's like next Well, next
0: that's a really good point. Like, I think people's attention spans are very short. They're looking for the new, like the new thing. Back, I think, you know, before social media, there's a bit more longevity to certain things. Well, well, it's
1: not only social media, it's Netflix drops their whole season at one time. Right, So, And and when talking to them when this was coming Mm -hmm. to be released, they don't do their marketing Mm -hmm. until like two weeks before because when you see something, Netflix consumers, they demand to see the show right after they see it. So the window has gone from our show, which was on for 26 weeks, where you get 26 weeks of that, um, that push, where now it's literally, you get a weekend. It was, I mean, it's like Mission Impossible right yeah. the, the newest one yeah Mission Impossible it's great then Barbie came out Mission who you know one week later yeah
2: and that's exactly yeah. So, so quick
1: it's a, So it's super a, quick yeah so it's a different cycle what Netflix started to do for some of your favorite shows like Love is Blind which <laughs> you gotta love that show for some reason um, Love is an experiment but Love is Blind is they'll save the last episode so you can't sign up for 30 days and then drop they'll make that last episode come out six weeks after. Mm -hmm. And they found out that people will have a tendency to stay on Netflix if they stay longer than 30 days for that second month. And yes, there's a documentary, Muscles and Mayhem, Netflix. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Nick, were you able to pull up
0: the, uh... we had some photos here. All right, this is Dan, Nitro Clark. Uh, We got some, scroll down just a
2: bit. Oh, keep going.
1: I like the shirtless one. Go back up. Other way. Other way. Is it? Middle. There you go.
2: Oh, no. You look old there. Go down. Right there. Right next to it on the left.
0: There's one where you're kind of like hugging. Uh, scroll, scroll down. That's oh, thunder. that's the group. Actually, pull up some of the group ones. The group photos. Oh, I'm kissing Billy right there. <laughs> that is so damn cute. The black and white one. Scroll yeah. down, Nick. Some of the group ones. Maybe pull up. Okay. Now, did you have would you consider what you had hairstyle-wise? Is it a mullet? Was it a <laughs> now mullet? Now it's a mullet.
1: Now it's now, now it's, it's a, a mullet. mullet. Now it's a That's mullet, man. It, it, it happened. It looked good. That's funny. Yeah, it no, looked no. good. It was just called long hair. Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't yeah. <laughs> sure what yeah. the... No, I think a mullet's like when it's short here. Short, it is. It's, it's short on the long. side. It's,
2: long. it's long. the yeah. Joe long. Dirt haircut. Yeah. Yes. Who's the, the, the country okay.
1: comedian right now? He's got a mullet. He's really... Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Yes. Yeah, Theo yes. Vaughn he's has got a mullet.
0: Okay. And he's very funny.
1: You had the flow. You just had the flow. Yeah, I had the fa- Oh, you guys even know who Fabio is, right? Fa-
0: yeah, I know, oh, I know Fabio. You do? He, so I Fabio made it. Fabio. He made yes. it to
1: the next generation. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> yes. Something is sacred. You guys remember Fabio. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Nick, we have a video that we can watch really quick from, uh, I think it's the American Gladiator uh, YouTube. Well, just a short piece of it. Just oh, uh, start from the beginning. Damn, look at those abs. So this is Ice. On the show, and we'll just play a little 30-second portion of it. Can you boost the audio a little bit? I've got. Oh no, that's fine. (laughs) So, did you actually carve that ice? (laughs) Oh no, (laughs) not not at all. (laughs)
2: What was your guys's? I just seem to have an attitude. We, we'll we'll cold, pause it there. Like, what, what was your guys's I'm favorite cold. event? From, Mine was definitely Powerball. All those tackles Power, that you saw—that okay. was Powerball. Got that it. was
1: amazing. Uh, you know, I, I just love being on camera. <laughs> you know, truth just be told, your favorite whatever. Event, I, I love being on camera. I, Which one? The, the events. My favorite. The least a favorite was this event. You can look it up on YouTube. Mm. Uh, was Hang Tough. Was that, like that? Uh, was
0: that with the rings? No, not Hank. Tough um, human, human cannonball. cannonball. Human, human
1: cannonball. cannonball. Oh, okay. He- See, I got hit in the head too many times. I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> human cannonball was this a uh, this crazy event? It was like, hey, I'm gonna go stand in the street, hit me with your car. <laughs> that's, mm-hmm. that's what it was like. Because got the crap. Not. Why don't you explain what? Oh, that was? is that when you're
0: up on a pedestal and then the contender and they swing swings. down? And basically, oh, by the yeah, time yeah, they yeah, swing yeah. down
2: and hit you, they're ten times their body weight. And they gave us this little tiny pad, about three inches thick, maybe a couple feet wide and width, yeah. to deflect. Stupidest game in the world. <laughs> I mean, it was, like, insane. That's I'm not- crazy. Yeah, That's how Malibu got
0: in- injured really bad, right? Because the guy kind of, like, kicked him or whatever? Kind of, or... sort of. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> oh, is there a backstory on that?
1: The boo. The boo. You, you know what? You should find that clip. That clip is immortal. It is funny. The one of Malibu getting, getting... knocked out. And, yeah. Uh, and let's... his hair kind of goes, can, uh, <laughs>
0: Just on YouTube, search uh, Malibu. And I think he knocked out. Will probably be the search term. Yeah, that
1: is like the iconic clip, I think, of that generation of yeah. uh, American gladiators that most people remember. And I think if you watch it right away, I'll take you like, oh, it's kind of cool. Yeah, they wore yeah. spandex. <laughs> they were oiled up. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they, it was uh, they got muscles.
2: Muscles.
3: Doing this like consistently as like your job, obviously, over a span of years, like did you ever get like super, 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 super like tired and exhausted or did the adrenaline kind of just keep you alive? For
2: me personally, the adrenaline kept me alive. And yes, we had to battle some injuries. Some some gladiators got hurt worse than others. I was just kind of like the gladiator that went, look, I get paid the same win or lose, even though Mm -hmm. I want to win constantly because that's in my veins. That's who I am. But if I felt like I was going to like be in a compromising position, I'd be like, go ahead. I didn't want to tear an ACL. I didn't want to do that because basically we were, you know, you get hurt, you're out, you don't get paid. You're done. And we knew yeah. that. Like, like that. She's like, really? Seriously? Yeah, yeah seriously. So yeah, that's, well, that's
0: what happened with, well, I think uh, quite a few gladiators got oh, yeah. injured. They,
2: and... they were out and that's why we went through so many yeah. gladiators.
0: Nick, do you have the clip? Yeah, yeah it, if you search like uh, the key term, American Gladiator Malibu gets uh, knocked out. Gets knocked out. You should, if it's on YouTube, you should be able to find it.
1: So I think there's this rumor they thought you're her dad. Is it this one? No, oh, it, we no. think so. There's a rumor. Wait, yeah, Nick, that... audio, audio.
3: We're siblings, actually. Self. Brian Hudson's third
1: and final attempt
2: oh yeah that's
0: it Oof. I liked Malibu in the documentary I was kind of a little bummed
2: to learn that he only had one season I actually interview him tomorrow oh nice.
5: on
1: my podcast oh awesome
5: tries to deflect this blow by Brian Hudson but catches it right
1: flat on the chest well the interview's the best after oh there's an interview okay yeah find the Wait, interview after after it because he talks about oh he talks about catching waves, dude. It was so uh, <laughs> iconic of the time. Yeah, it was just, what happened, bro? And he's like, dude, I was just catching some rays. I was drinking some brews. <laughs> and he flips his hair. I had hair. some then, Yeah, next thing I knew, the lights were out. Look, it was just, uh, it was uh, iconic for the time period.
2: And he was playing his character. I mean, he mm. really played up to his character. Sweet. Well, that's you got. You got the hey, end of it. That, that was now, that was the end of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Producer Nick, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what a line! <laughs> <out of mouth. laughs>
5: hey Malibu, after you got drilled by that human, cannibal, I love the sunglasses. I thought, hey, there is no way this guy is going to live to play. Can you put us on the, the other? S- s- Wait, pause You're it, well. Nick. Nick, what pause Did it. Did you go to the hot-
0: Can you put us on the other side?
5: Yeah.
0: None- Do you know how to? No 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 there's there's two sources. Oh right. You can do it just just No I think it's the top one. There you go. Okay.
5: Hospital did you
1: get x-rays? Well dude, it's like this. I saw this guy coming and I took the most excellent hit of my life. <laughs> the next thing I knew, I was on the beach taking in some cosmic rays. Getting healed by Mother Nature. Taking a little brewski, holding on a beautiful babe, and I'm fine today.
5: So, no hospital, no doctors, just Mother Nature, huh? Oh, I'm a child of Mother Nature. What do you expect? Malibu, you are truly amazing. He took a licking and he is still ticking. Look at that head hair.
3: He's brushed off the shoulder. F-
1: and that was, was that 89? 89. 89. Mm-hmm. 89. I think most people on your, sh- who've watched your show, and most of the panel weren't yeah, yeah, yeah. even born then. It's like a time capsule. <laughs> you go back in time and that's where you would see. Hey, wait a
2: minute, don't we still have, um, isn't there a channel on Pluto still? The American Gladiator channel? Is no, no, no American
1: Gladiators. okay. The YouTube, they have a channel where you can go see. There's a yeah, lot. Yeah, but There's also Vice actually just started running old episodes of American Gladiator, someone told me.
2: I wanna know who's taking it over, do you know that yet?
1: No, I don't know. Mm. The, the
0: Intellectual yes, Property?
1: The IP is owned by MGM. No, talking about the
0: reboot. Oh, there's a reboot.
2: Possibly, I've heard there is.
0: That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So, I I feel like, uh, but the show kind of I think came into its own in the early '90s, like because the first season was '89, I think, and then, um, and uh, I don't know. I feel like '90s is kind of like peak peak civilization. I think
2: it's when. um, Aton, and who else came in as producers?
1: Well, Aton was a guy who came in, but uh, uh, Bob Levy. Bob, Le- bob levy <laughs> the little
2: dude that, okay on the muscle man do you see the the little the little jumping little penises that he had on his on his desk bob levy Wait, Wait, he looked like a that little short troll I man that on yeah, the yeah. documentary on the documentary yeah exactly
1: so bob levy was a director that we brought in who was a sports director um i think for the second season him along mm-hmm. with Ake ton keller kind of took the show out of the dark ages which you saw to what you know it was known as um, you know a bigger spectacle of a show, but Bob Levy, uh, he he was a freak. He and was
2: he uh, was, a, he was a, a complete porn star freak.
1: Yeah, yeah, sometimes you know it takes you know freak to be genius to create something like that, and he was just a guy who lived in the Hollywood Hills. He's a great dude, but he's like five foot three, and he had these glasses, <laughs> and you would think he would be a librarian, but that dude could party. He had this house up on Mulholland Boulevard and it was legendary, you know, porn stars, people skinny dipping and, and um, yeah, if you went to one of his parties, you came out changed.
3: I heard that on the documentary actually, like they were like, the cops showed up four different times <laughs> like they were just going in on that saying how he threw the craziest parties ever. Madison. Yes.
1: You came out changed.
3: How did you come back out changed? What was your <laughs> personal experience?
1: Well, I came from that life, but one of our, our good friends, gladiator, uh, Jim Caliphate Laser, he's a country boy from Montana. He had never seen anything like that. And he went to the party at Bob Levy's house just once. <laughs> <laughs> just once. And it changed him. I mean, he, he was no longer the same man. You know, it's, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. He just changed.
3: In a, in a, in a good way?
1: Would you say it was or a good how way? So I
3: don't even change. know
1: what you're talking about
3: right
2: now. <laughs> <So> <laughs> don't I, don't know? I, I don't even know. I have no oh idea what you're talking yeah. about. What do you mean
1: change? Jim was my, he just changed. I mean, you saw like the how? world. You see the world in a different way.
2: Through porn star eyes? What?
1: Well, through eyes of realizing what was out there if you lived a sheltered life.
3: That makes sense. You know
1: what I mean? Yes. So, if you grew up, uh, you know, and you were you're very sheltered and you, you know, yes, ma'am, thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah, that, Brian's coughing. He must have been sheltered.
3: Country yeah, boy from exactly. Montana to Ka- Ka- that? Ka- I exactly. see it.
1: And, and then all of a sudden, you just, you know, like you go to the Playboy Mansion. You're like, oh my God, this goes on in the world? Ooh,
2: that's cool, you see though. You've never have seen ever have no. you ever never okay. been there? No, you have never been I I remember the first time I was at the uh, Playboy Mansion and the girls were painted. I didn't realize they were painted. I mean, they were just naked walking around. And I was just like, holy shit. When you realize that, it's like... Oh, they painted
3: to look like they had clothes on, on. Oh, exactly okay.
2: but they're completely naked it was just the most amazing thing you'd ever seen wow yeah it I was know they uh, did that there. oh it was cool it was it was a lot of fun
0: would you guys go together would like a group of gladiators go to the playboy mansion or
2: i never went with any gladiators oh, like I, I was so, invited okay. i was invited a couple times through other people you know different producers or directors or things like that went into Hef's um theater i mean sat down watched old movies that was just you know just knowing that you were at this Playboy Mansion with all these beautiful people walking around it was just unbelievable. The his backyard with all the, uh, oh my god, his animals, just insane. Animals, so, yeah, he had a bunch of them. Oh,
0: I want to bring it back to the tour that you guys were on. So, uh, and you guys mentioned gr- uh, groupies. You guys had some groupies. Did they join? <laughs> Did they join you guys on tour at all? Or was this just like in each new city you're in, there are some girls that,
2: you know. You, know, you were the king. No, you, You baby. were the king. No, 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 no. We had fun. We had fun. I don't think we had groupies that would follow us. Okay. And now, possibly, if we were like from an hour, you know, an hour to two hours from the next city, then yes. Got it. But to actually follow the bus and, you know, around 126, no, we didn't have that. Um, but yes, there was like, you know, they were at the shows. I don't want to say they're groupies. I don't well, know.
1: I, I, think, groupies? I, I think the idea is that when you're on TV and you're traveling around the country in a bus, what is the availability of sex from people that you could be interested in?
2: hundred percent available. Yeah,
1: and, and, but you know, like like look, we were talking about the Playboy Mansion earlier. I doesn't, I don't think it even exists. Does it even exist now? I think, I think, they think sold it's a it.
0: shadow of its former
2: self. And or... I think they sold it. Did they,
1: after like, half I, like I never went. Yeah, I was okay. I, I was invited a lot, but I'm like why do I want to go there? Mm.
0: But you did you, you didn't go there, but you dated some Playboy Bunnies, right? Or was it the porn stars? <laughs> I'm trying to find out
1: what's one a list of words it? you can't say. You can't say these <laughs> no, it's,
2: words. Look, he wrote down the words. <laughs> okay, well, I'm not going to say. But,
1: you know, it was, um, yeah, you run in those circles. So there was a yeah. place uh, called the Hollywood Tropicana, which is off Sunset Boulevard, and it was where they had mud wrestling. Perfectly mm-hmm. legitimate, fun, mud wrestling. I don't know if that's a thing still, but where you get girls in bikinis and they would wrestle. And a lot of the girls, no, it's not a thing anymore. I think it's dated. It's dated. Okay, so you had mud mud wrestling. Yeah,
0: think, I don't think they do that yeah, anymore. No, they don't.
1: But they did. Now, now you have mud but runs. <laughs> there you go. Now you have mud yeah, runs. Mud right? runs. Yeah. Now you have mud runs. But there was a thing called mud wrestling. If you watch yeah. like a comedy from the eighties or nineties. Oh I've, just...
0: no, I've heard of it. Certainly, I've heard it's a thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: It was a thing, and this this place had you know most most attractive girls. Some were bunnies. Some worked in the porn industry. And, you know, if you were in the industry, if you were, you know, on TV or an athlete, a lot of professional athletes go, that's where you would go meet a lot of these girls. But I I never went to the Playboy Mansion. I was asked, you know, quite a few times. I just thought, like, you know, those girls are there looking, in my opinion, looking for a a sugar daddy. Mm -hmm. And I I just wanted someone who liked me, you know what I mean? Which I (laughs) I don't know if anybody ever did. (laughs) On the tour,
0: just bringing it back to the groupies, so you were in 120 cities. Confirm or deny a new girl in every city? Oh God, no. No, oh, okay, no. not every Only city. Only half no. for Lori. <laughs> okay, Shut 70, up. maybe 70,
2: 70 cities. I can honestly say I can look back and I can count on one hand how many girls I was with on that, on that tour. Oh,
1: okay. That must be nice, I can't remember anything. <laughs> you can't really? No, I, I don't do. remember anything. Man.
2: I can't remember all of them, but sure. I, no, sure. I wasn't, it wasn't like that. Okay, okay. maybe two hands. I'm kidding. Two hands, okay.
0: (laughs) I mean, I I imagine, because I mean, looking at the documentary, you guys were constantly traveling, which must be tiring, and not only traveling, but you were doing, you said, four shows a week. I Mm -hmm. mean, I almost feel like You'd just be so tired.
2: You're not like, that tired. You're just. Oh You're never that tired. Earlier, they you're said never that the, tired.
3: The adrenaline okay. keeps you alive.
2: We,
1: we were doing yeah. six shows a week. I mean, it was like oh, Madison okay. Square Garden on Friday night. Get on the bus, mm-hmm. go to Long Island, do a show. Get on the mm-hmm. bus the next night, go to Philadelphia, do a show. Take maybe Monday and Tuesday off most, then go to the next city and do mm-hmm. another show. But man, you know what? You're in front of you know fifteen thousand screaming people. Mm. How can you you know not get pumped up? How can you not get excited for that? Yeah, that's true. You know, knowing that you know some little kid with his parents may be saved up to come and see you. Mm-hmm. How could you not feel the responsibility to go out and give a good show and deliver? Well, you know, night after night. Yeah.
0: What what was the largest audience That you guys ever had was Madison Square MSG Was it 20,000 15,000 Like how many Whatever Madison, hold? Whatever well, Madison what it holds. Square Garden What's it hold, a, yeah. What's hold? Yeah. Yeah. Here, yeah I'll look it up But we yeah. sold it out MSG Seats 19,500 capacity, so yeah, pretty we sold much 20,000, wow. Yeah, that he, was the only wild. night,
2: I think, that we fought over who was gonna do the events, mm. you know, because everybody wanted to be out in front of that crowd, yeah. like I nobody, I don't I don't personally like to do the joust whatsoever. Did mm. you guys
3: ever feel like competitive with each other in oh, a Oh God, way? yes, I yeah. think so,
2: especially the girls. I don't know about mm. the guys, but the girls were, we were competitive in a, in a different way than the guys, I think, but mm-hmm. that particular night, Again, nobody, I hate doing the joust, but we were fighting over who was going to do the joust because you were center stage Mm. in front of 19,500 people Wow! and just the roar of the crowd. I, you can't even put that in words, what you feel like when you hear that.
0: That's gotta be like this glorious feeling, just like the, the. They're all cheering for you. That's, that's awesome.
2: My girlfriend called it, like, she watched the documentary. And when, you know, she goes, when I saw you running around and you're just like going like this the whole Face time, she goes, it was almost like the egogasm, you know? Yeah. Because it
1: was just. I love that word.
2: Yeah. it was just It was just an incredible <laughs> feeling. It was like you were, I was in my element. You know, mm. when you're in your element, you're performing at your best 100%, then life is good. Mm. Life is very yeah. good.
1: Ego-gasm, yes. I love that. ego That's such a great word, I've never ego- it. Yeah, I've yeah, never heard it, it's good though. <laughs> that's that's my makeup that. word. <laughs> I, I like that, I'm gonna get a shirt, there you ego-gasm. Go. There we go. go to the garden, sell it out. You, you know it's- Let a, me make
2: it first and I'll sell it to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're gonna finally get a piece of merch. Exactly. You know, it's interesting, you know, um, because the show was on quite a long time ago. Yeah. And when I hear so many people say, oh, God, you know, must have been really tough being famous. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The burden of fame. It was such a privilege Mm. to be famous. It was such a privilege for people to want your time and attention to want you to shine your light on them. It was a privilege, you know, to go to a great Mm -hmm. restaurant and oh, hey, you're that guy. Come on in. We have a seat for you. Um, for me, it was always such a privilege to, to have that spotlight for, you know, a brief moment in time back mm-hmm. then. And again, it was such a privilege when muscles and mayhem came back out on Netflix uh, mm-hmm. a month ago to have everything just blow up to go on, you know, with mm-hmm. all these different talk shows and TV shows and, and podcasts here with, with you, you know, the, whatever podcast, you know, 5 million subscribers. Right. So, I mean, it, to me, it's such a, it's such an honor. Uh, that people are interested in your story and that maybe you can take some of your life you know, experiences and, and share it with people and, and that they, they wanna, wanna hear it. I think where fame gets you in trouble is when you start to only search for the fame,
4: mm-hmm.
1: right? When you look at fame and you take it as adoration. I mean, you take the adoration and applause and you mistake it maybe for love. You know what I mean? Oh, they're clapping for me. Oh, they adore me. Oh, they love me. And when you use that and it fills you in that way, when it goes away, it's a hard, hard time. That's when it gets hard. Mm.
2: Nowadays, I think that since everybody seems to be famous, I mean, let's think of it. Seriously. It's like we can... Our social media now, it's like you can be... You can have a one hit and go viral, yeah. and all of a sudden, now you're famous. I was going to say But spoil. what are you famous really yeah. for? Right. That's very true. Not not really. Yeah. A lot of
3: people get famous for doing absolutely, absolutely nothing. Absolutely
2: nothing. Yeah. And yeah. I feel
3: like it was such a privilege for you guys to be famous at that time, because again social media wasn't really a thing
2: right you kind of had to work hard you had to work hard to get you know to become famous now you don't have to really work hard to become famous Mm -hmm. you just gotta have a really good idea and maybe a really good video that you edit the shit out of that mm -hmm. comes out amazing it's
0: way more accessible and i think that's actually kind of like i i think there's less star power today than there used to be like if you think of like a-list celebrities i feel like you know if you go back 20 years ago you had Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, I don't think coming along, there's anybody that really strikes me as like, or Tom Cruise, even, even in the music industry. Like, I feel like people qua- well, hmm, music industry is a little different, but you had these massive, massive stars. And I mm-hmm. feel like the, there's qu- not, it's just more spread thin. Like oh, we the- can look
2: in JLo's closet now. Right, so there's yeah. no secrets. There's no, yeah,
0: there's not a mystery. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Cause back,
2: I mean, Being in LA, we could go to a restaurant and a celebrity walks in there. Everybody's like, oh my God, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and everybody would like, you know, okay, don't go ask them for their autograph. They're eating dinner, you know, be respectful. That's kind of gone.
0: Yeah. And I think when it came to uh, fame and celebrity, it was kind of being gatekept by institutions. So you had, you know, the movie studios production, like now you can be an individual and Gather, uh, influ. Uh, well, not in- not influence, but you can become famous on an individual level without mm-hmm. needing like a production around oh, you. Oh, one hundred percent. You need your phone. Well, and the, the, the you, gate, you said
1: it perfectly, Brian. The gatekeepers are gone. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And that's both beautiful and it's terrible at the same time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So anybody yes. can come on for anything. Yes. The barrier to entry to the media yeah, business, exactly. to be an influencer, to be in front, um, makes it more accessible to every man, every woman, every yeah. person. Which is which which is great. Mm. But I, I think what you said is right on. The the, mo- the idea of movie star is dead. Mm. Right. Like who is the young movie stars that people right now are flocking to go see like, oh, my God, you know, before, you know, a movie was opening and there was a certain person in it. You were like, oh, he's in this movie. I got to see it. Mm. And now I think what uh, Laurie said is so true that, you know, the old saying is never meet your heroes Mm. because you start to meet your heroes and then you see you meet Will Smith. You know, and people they become more human, and you see them for their flaws, and you lose that. Um,
2: Fantasy's gone. Yeah, the idolization
1: exactly. of mm-hmm. of heroes, and yeah. I don't know, you know, uh, what you guys think if that's good or bad. I maybe there is no mm-hmm. judgment, maybe it just is, and we have to deal with it.
3: I think it's kind of bad in the way that no famous person has privacy these days. Like everyone on social media will spectate every single thing you do like uh this i guess oh, Nick, model muted. influencer kylie jenner she hid her pregnancy for so long and the fan her fans were the one who figured out she was pregnant and put it out to the world before she even announced it like you just don't really get privacy nowadays well and I look, feel like it's look a curse. you're talking
1: about the kardashians
3: and
2: they're putting Everything out that's, every that's five true. minutes of the they, day, but, but people made their
3: were choice. People, right? people
1: were yeah, yeah, that's true. They it's made just, their choice to document everything, to mm-hmm. let people in, and, and they've built a huge empire out yeah. empire out of it.
3: I was watching like an interview, and she said that she hid her pregnancy just so like people wouldn't kind of hover her they're all the time about level, it. They are on a, kind of a of different level, yeah. but they and were right. just like. For the for the viewers and the fans and everything, there were people in helicopters flying over her house to see like what got Re- delivered to her house, like if a crib got delivered to her house. Like, Re- remind it was crazy. me how they got famous again. How did they how get the Kardashians famous? Are you serious? Famous? You don't know? Kim Kardashian is that why?
0: Well, what did she but do? What did she, she do? She
3: made a sex tape. Yeah, yeah. but well, wasn't, wasn't that her, like way after? Wasn't it the O.J. Simpson yeah. thing? Well, I mean, her father
0: uh, was involved in the. OJ Simpson yeah. trial but I mean I'd probably say it was the sex tape that kind of
1: got right them going. so wow. now you know the world has changed where you make a sex tape you release it and then now you're famous now yeah. that being said take nothing away from the Kardashians right from Kris Jenner she's built an empire that was her right she's built That's an her. empire and I don't care who you are mm-hmm. building whether you want it or not building an empire like they have done where they've monetized every single thing, if that's what you want to do, mm-hmm. then you know that's uh, good for you, good for you. But you look at someone like um, George Clooney, he's opted not to go on social media. Mm. Yes. So that's a choice, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of people are afraid not to be on social media, to not be on social media because then it's gonna hurt their career. Like when Muscles of Mayhem came out on Netflix, I didn't have an Instagram account. Mine was hacked about a year ago, Mm. and I just said, oh, I don't need an Instagram account, why? And the Netflix publicist was like, you gotta have an Instagram account, you gotta have a social. I'm like, I do, Yeah, you have to become
2: relevant. Yeah, you gotta (laughs) feed the beast, you You gotta feed the
1: beast. So, you know, I reopened an account, and uh, yeah, it's just interesting. And you know, it was fun posting. And now it feels like it's a duty for me. And I'm like, why do I want to Are most of your guys'
3: post? like, uh, sorry, I interrupted. Are most of you guys' DMs and kind of feedback like super positive? Or do you find anything negative at times? Mine's super
2: positive. I don't think we have too that's much great. anything negative because I mean, our fans are our fans. Yeah. That's very true. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they're just so grateful that they have this nostalgic, you know, yeah. piece that's out there now, muscles of mayhem that they can reflect back on and go oh my god this was part of my childhood this was part of my bringing up it brings them back to a simpler time you know and a lot of people love to have that feeling because right now it's like so much is crazy and everybody's like you know the it's it's the world is what it is but mm-hmm. yet they they just want to they just want to feel that simplicity again mm-hmm. you know and they love that nostalgia mm-hmm. of of that that feeling of going back
1: Well, I think it's like a good song, Mm -hmm. you know, right? There's a song that you listen to and you listen to that song. Oh, man, I remember that was high school when I was a freshman. I remember in college I was with my boys or, oh, that's when I was with my boyfriend. I don't know why I spoke in that voice. (laughs) (laughs) But that's when I was with my boyfriend. So Gladiators is very nostalgic for, for kids of the 90s. And one of the nice things like Lori was saying, we got so many DMs like, oh my God, I watched that show with my dad. It was that one moment we had together. Oh my God, I watched that show with you know my little brother. And then we'd go out to the backyard and we played gladiators. Yeah. So when Muscles and Mayhem came out on, on Netflix, it was just really eye opening to see how important and what a valuable memory that was for a lot of the 90s kids, you and know. And it's
3: so surprising cuz they never thought it would happen again. They well, never thought the reunion would happen again.
2: Mm-mm,
1: they didn't.
3: And, yeah. and
2: especially for me going back to where a lot of my DMs were thank you for giving me the permission to be a strong female. You know, because we were ahead of their time, you know. The females on the show, we were like, you know, we we're muscular, we mm. were we were you know, powerful, we were just like kind of no bullshit. And that gave other women in the world at that point in time permission. So a lot of my DMs were, thank Thank you. you. Thank you for paving the way. Thank you for being this kind of person, your authentic self to, you know, allow us to stand up and be powerful and strong and who we are. So that's the another super cool thing about getting these types of the feedback
3: that's great because we
2: didn't have that feedback back then because again we didn't have the social media (laughs) (laughs) to get that kind of feedback yeah you know we got fan letters and everything but the fan you know that's a little different story yeah yeah
1: so that's the good side to social media one Mm -hmm. of the good things for me is you know people from all over the world you know on Instagram mainly uh, have dm'd and oh i watched you when i was a kid oh thank you you know i named my dog after you you know whatever it was oh hey look i had a rough time in childhood and watching your guys your show uh, you know american gladiators it made me feel strong um that's the good side and i pretty much write back to everybody you know i'm mm. up late at night that's and my my uh, kim my girlfriend's like you don't have to answer every single dm <laughs> and i'm like yeah i do yeah, I'm
2: we sure do they now. We do very much. Appreciate well, and this is where it. it's like I talk to Laser I was like, dude, you got to get on social media because if here's the thing, if we have ten gladiators and we only have two to three gladiators that are on social media, and we want to stay relevant and we want to keep mm. that name out there, and we want to do things, we want to do personal appearances, and we want to do bookings. All of us need to be on social media because then we have a presence with all of us, Mm -hmm. not just one or two. It doesn't work that Mm, way. That's
0: a good point. You
2: know, so my social media, I was getting my social media geared up a good year and a half ahead of time. I mean, when we started filming The Muscles of Mayhem, and it was like, Okay, you need to do a TikTok account. Mm. I was like, Really? (laughs) Your account's awesome, Mike. Your TikTok account is awesome. (laughs) I mean, I had such a good time building that. Sure. You know, I really did. But at the same time, like he said, it can be daunting because it's like, okay, now you got to do every single platform there is out there. Yeah. We're talking TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. You can link them all together, thank God. But at the same time, people want different content for all different platforms.
3: Exactly. You know,
2: and it's like, okay, you want this, this, this. I do a podcast once a week. I actually do other people's podcasts. So, and posting, it's like, oh my god, when do I find the time? Mm-hmm.
0: I want to. Last thing here on the tour. So there was a anecdote in the documentary and in the book that uh, there was a girl in Chicago and uh, I guess she was a beauty and all the gladiators, all the male gladiators were pining over her.
1: And uh, there was a wager. Can you tell us about the wager? So Chicago where Michael Jordan played, famous city, famous arena, we went there on the tour and there was this super like attractive female contender and the boys you know all of us were lined up thinking like oh yeah who can you know ask her out Mm. Uh, and we started you know guys in their 20s we started to put a wager on oh i i could i could get oh no i could go out there i could go out with her and we put you know whatever it was 50 bucks on this Mm. (laughs) who could end up dating this girl
2: she was only 50 dollars worth
1: Well it wasn't the amount of money, it was just the idea of like Like, which one of us should be the most, you know, macho guy back in that day and actually uh, pull off this feat. And we were like, Okay, here she comes, here she comes. And after the show, we can't find her. So so the way it works is uh, you you compete on the show. Then after the show, there's a a green room where there's a meet and greet where all the contenders come in, where the sponsors come in. And we're all looking around like, where where is she? Where is she? And we could not find her. Mm. We didn't know what happened to her. We're like, dude, I guess nobody wins the bet. And then the next morning (laughs) at the hotel. (laughs) What? we're packed up we're waiting to go and the elevator doors open and this one lori fetrick ice comes out with her arm around this girl.
2: My arm was not around the girl So the was. Yeah. It was around
1: her waist. She comes out with her arm around at least that's how, that was my that's, torture, how that's how you envision it. That's how my yeah. tortured memory was. Her yeah. arm was around her waist and she looks at all of us and she puts the L right here and she goes losers and she walks out with the girl.
3: Did you know that they were kind of all competing for her? Oh God, yes. <laughs> it, <Okay>. was <laughs> okay. it was
2: funny. It was so you're like funny. game on. Oh, absolutely. Okay. She's
3: got the game.
0: And uh so you, was that the only time you ever swooped in from any of the uh, male gladiators and stole a, a gal from?
1: <laughs> she, <laughs> she probably stole my wife. I didn't even realize it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a big dumb guy. You know, oh she, I don't have the game that this one had. Okay, that is so
2: not true. That is so not true. No, not at all. Ice,
1: it, it, ice, baby.
2: No, 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 no. The guys, come on. The guys on the tour were yes, they were. They're just like. Uh you know big hunts over the (laughs) girls constantly and it was kind of funny and so I mean like I said you just kind of get that feeling you get that vibe you just Mm -hmm. know I mean anyway I did anyway so it was just fun to watch them you know just drooling over some girls and making bets and everything else and I could tell and I could look at the girl whether or not she was into them or not or if she was into me and so I just wouldn't say anything to you guys and I would just watch you know, and then, yes, that's, okay. it was, it was a swoop in, gotcha. but it, it was more of a fun swoop in to kind of like,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay.
2: All
0: right. So but there was a couple swoops. There, there was a couple, couple swoops. swoops. There there was was a couple swoops. swoops. I right.
1: want to put the Nike logo on this one. Oh, she's you swoosh, Whatever. Whoosh. Whoosh. <laughs> swoosh, <No>, swoosh. <laughs> no, no, well, no. You know, it's funny. You talk about dating and I it just back in those days and it just reminded me, you know, the American gladiator days and. You know, I I know in the documentary on Netflix, uh, they they call me a scoundrel, you know. But the truth was, when I look back at that time, you know, the one thing I hated was rejection. Mm. So rarely did I go directly towards a girl like, hey, you know, some guys had rap. Lori had rap. She had game for me. It was more like I just kind of hung, you know, hung out and, and saw who was giving me the vibe because uh, the worst thing for me at that time and I don't know if people still suffer from this was to walk over and say you know hey uh, Madison you know I think you're cute you know hi I, you, and, oh god get a oof you know that, that would have destroyed mm. my ego so my dating style was just to kind of hang out and act cool like hey yo, you know, flip my hair a little bit back when I had a lot, and then see like you know who I could see like kind of checking me out, and oh yeah, she's kind of looking at me, and I'd usually wait for the girl to make the first move, mm. you know, to come up and approach me because that felt safer.
0: Right,
3: that is still really present nowadays. Like a lot of oh well, men yeah, of course, people nobody are likes to be Scared to approach women because of rejection and things yeah. like that. So it it's still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you
1: know, you know what rejection mm. it, it's. I, I it's um, I don't know. You know, I've got friends who've got theories, you know, like, yeah, it's a numbers game.
4: Mm.
1: You know, you just like your ask 200 women for sex old YouTube video, right? Yep. One's going to say game. yes. Eventually it's a numbers game. And I've got friends who just, you know, Hey, Mattis, you want to go out? No. Hey, Lori. Hey, uh, Kiki, who's changed her name to Ashley Sinclair, do you want to go out? You know, it, they just—it's a numbers game for it's a me. Numbers game, yeah. I, but
2: isn't it the numbers game? You have to have the thick skin as well, though. Yeah, you've Absolutely. got to have that thick skin. Got you've to got to, to be able yep. to handle that
1: no. Yeah.
2: yeah. So because, I, guess,
1: I, I think I think what I'm trying to say sometimes, if you see someone of the opposite sex that's really attractive, mm. and they're not coming up to you, and they're not, and you're like, oh, what's wrong with me? I think sometimes it's the very attract, the attractive person who's actually kind of shy, who's a little insecure, The reason mm-hmm. they're not that's the reason they're not coming up to you. It's not that there's anything wrong with you. If I could go back, I would probably approach more women that I thought were attractive, that I was interested in.
0: Oh, uh, Max, Zach, thank you for the 20 gifted subs. Thank you. Sorry, continue. Go on.
1: Yeah, so I think that's, you know, if I could go coach myself, yeah. I would probably... Go and talk to that girl mm. that I was interested in, instead of waiting for her to talk to me or having a buddy say, "Hey, dude, I think she digs you."
3: Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah, that would yeah. suck. That so, would... I feel like a lot of get... women too, like, don't really know how to approach men because they expected they, well, they expect don't have to. They don't have to, but they expect the men to approach them, which is why they kind of have this shyness towards them. Because, yeah, yeah,
2: but haven't things changed?
3: A little, Uh, a little bit, just, uh, just a tiny bit.
0: I think it's honestly, uh, when it comes to approaching in real life, it's actually probably Well, I think both men and women are approaching far less because you have dating apps. So instead Mm -hmm. of doing this kind of scary thing of approaching a stranger in person and risking that sort of like very upfront in your face kind of rejection, even if it's polite, it still kind of stings a little bit, uh, people kind of are just falling back on dating apps. It's like, okay, well, it's less personal. So if they just don't respond, it, you know, it's, not, it's still There's, maybe stings I a little know, man, bit. I don't but think
2: I could do dating apps, right? Have, I, I have either
0: s- of you ever been on dating no. apps? No, okay.
2: I was, I was talking about that on the way up here. I think that like the dating apps, the tenders and stuff like that, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's it, are, they <laughs> are they serious? Are they, are they, you know, are they going to, put me in their basement and just kill me or something it's like well
0: you you know you i feel like the thing is though is like everybody you meet starts out as a
2: stranger at some point yeah but you know? if you meet them if you meet them in person you can sure. look in their eyes and, feel and most them. of the time you Exchange get a vibe of energy. Yeah,
4: exactly. absolutely
2: you can feel their energy you can mm. feel who they are you can't do that online you can't sure. do that on a dating yeah, app can... until you actually meet them and then it could be a little bit too late at that I, point in time with
0: with dating apps what i always did i, I haven't used dating apps in, in like i don't know a couple 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 days, yeah no i think i i uh well i got it's a long story but uh, i haven't used them in uh probably eight months or something uh i would always set up a phone call because at least with that i would be able to get a little i know it's not as good as in person it's not as good as in person but you can at least get them on the phone and get a some sense of, of well now uh, you can do zoom you can do them on them yeah,
1: yeah you could do that too you a could little do bit, that too. maybe i don't know you so uh-huh. I, I kind of fantasize about having a dating apps <laughs> you what? know i, I look I, i'm very committed to my girlfriend oh you but, would kill it on day uh, yeah, i would just well there was that series on hulu uh was the guy uh, jesse eisenberg where he's a doctor in new york um mm. this came out this year it was about a book anyway so he's a doctor surgeon in new york who grew up he was a nerd now yeah. his wife uh the the she divorces him and uh, now he's single for the first time and he, he's a surgeon in New York and he's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And he goes on dating apps, he's never been on a dating app and it's just like, oh, there's all these girls and they all wanna have sex. And he just goes on this montage where you know he goes from one girl to the next mm. to the next to the next because his wife left him. And yeah, I was kind of talking to that about my is girl. That,
2: is that your fantasy? <laughs> well, I just, it would, no, I mean, yeah,
1: yes and no, yeah. and, and just, you know, to do that and, and you know. Um, you uh, know
0: what we should do right now, just uh, as no, an experiment. No. Uh, you guys no. got your phones. He's yeah. committed. We'll download They're both Tinder committed. on both your phones, and by the, you know, you set up a quick profile. Well, no, 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 not for, not, you wouldn't actually legitimately, for the sake of entertainment, set up a Tinder for you guys, just so you guys can see how it is. Ooh. Motorcycle so that you guys can see how it is. And, uh, you know, with the disclaimer to your significant others that there's, you know, it's for purely entertainment purposes. It's
1: for a social experiment. Social
0: experiment for the whatever whatever podcast. It's, uh, but, uh, so there was a, uh, wait, okay, we already covered the uh, competition. Um, Did you guys, uh, prior to the Netflix doc, would you guys get recognized in public? And then after the Netflix talk, would you guys be getting constantly recognized out in public? At I, all want to, or?
1: I want to answer that for you. But the movie, the TV show okay, on yeah. Hulu is Fleischman's in Trouble, with Claire Dange and trouble. Jesse uh, Eisenberg. I Haven't seen it. The guy I will from Social say, Network. Though,
3: that's that's kind of why dating apps work to a detriment in these days because a lot of people are going on there to find like um, long-term relationships. But also, a lot of people on dating apps are just looking for sex, so it's really hard for some people to find what they want on there. I mean, yeah, I mean, pool. isn't it
2: very like specific in the very beginning? This is what I'm looking for.
3: I'm not or... sure. I've never been on dating apps, but can oh, you, you can you put she that? Doesn't no. need to.
2: I mean, you can. Yeah. But like, actually, something that you mentioned in
0: the book, Dan, is uh, you know there there's you were. Let me see if I have the notes on it. Basically, there was a girl who. I think it was Angie, and <laughs> uh, wait, it's an like Angie. Like, hold on, name I don't Angie.
3: remember. Uh, and yeah,
0: she said it's, that it's, she wasn't into hooking up, and you said in the book, and this is something we see on dating apps. People in dating apps will say not looking for a hookup, and usually that's actually an indicator that they're pretty down to hook up. You know, not always, not always, but, but or or it could mean that they've recently frequently engaged in the hookups, but maybe they got ghosted or the guy. Didn't text them back. call them back.
1: What's uh, your point, Brian?
0: Wh- where <laughs> I, am don't I know going? What your point is? Oh, where am I going? Well, well uh, Lori was uh, saying, well, you could kind of lay that out in the beginning. Well, I'm looking for a relationship, and mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, I think that. Well, I think the thing is, is that uh, it depends which dating app you're on. If you're on Tinder, I feel like that's more so typically geared towards hookup. You have Bumble, which is the one where women have to message first, at least if it's, uh, you know, guys, girls. Uh, Then there's Hinge, which I think is a bit more relationship geared. But uh, I don't know. Damn, he knows them all.
3: I didn't know that. I didn't even. I thought they were all just dating. If you guys need advice,
0: if you guys are ever single again, I'll be happy to give you a rundown on. The appropriate dating apps. I mean, you you date women,
2: so I is there? A... You know, I don't, I think that yes, of course, there's got to be. Well, all those dating all those... apps for girls, but at the same time, I think a lot of them are like. Just looking for that nice long walk on the beach. Mm. Fuck that. Yeah. You're not a, you're not a walk on the beach type of. No, I am. Oh, okay. I totally am. So, so what, <laughs> but, would you, but,
1: what would your dating app say? You know, like I'm. Your profile. What's your profile? Like, if
2: I'm going to be on a dating app, yeah. I would never be on a dating app because I don't feel like I would have to be on
1: a dating app. Okay, let's just okay. pretend okay. like you are in a dating okay. app. I yeah, want to yeah, know yeah. what your profile. I, I want her to lift. She's got no, options. no, no, not she at, likes at all. The no, I don't, I'm not into that. But you want someone who exercises. I Absolutely. do.
2: Absolutely, I want somebody who's fit. You know, because that's that's me and that's what I'm into. So, of course. Fit but feminine. Yeah. What?
3: Fit but feminine. Fit
2: but feminine. I like that. Um, it wouldn't be, mm, I'm looking for somebody to walk on the beach, listen to music, because that to me is kind of like, okay, I'm looking to have some fun, absolutely, mm-hmm. travel, have good communication, but I'm not dead yet I you know we're, we're hooking up we're having sex mm. <laughs> you know it's, it's and that's what most lesbians are actually by the time they hit an older age they're not into it they're just not They're
1: not into sex, really? they're, they're, sex? Not. They're, they're not into they, sex?
2: They've already lost Their testosterone They're they're on the They're on the down mm. slide
1: Of shit so You know really? What does one do When you're an older lesbian <laughs> You lose your testosterone Or, or older women I don't women. know I, I lost I, mine I, I actually <laughs> I'm saying a straight woman When you start to reach A certain thing When you start to lose Your testosterone What do you do
2: you take care of the house. Are you talking lesbians or talking
1: just, just girls in, in just general? Women in general. Women.
2: In, women in general. I mean, think about it. It's, it's they're taking care of the household. They're taking care of the children. They're raising the children for the next generation. That is what they're doing. That's kind of
1: that's <laughs> kind of like a picturing a no 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 no. I mean patriarchal society. No, today, it's, not. It's, an it's, it's, no it's not. It's unclear view of what we No, it's
2: not. It's when their testosterone drops. You tell me. I mean, we were just talking about this before we came in. What did you do?
1: I've always taken. Not tisto- you. Oh, I've always taken testosterone. Not I you.
2: Your girlfriends. Or are they listening right now?
1: Why are you listening
2: right now? <laughs> okay, sorry. Wait,
0: girlfriends, plural. Sorry, <laughs> plural. Um, <laughs> no, one. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, no, don't write that down, Brian. There's uh, no, okay. one. What's writing down? I'm things, got like notes, I'm notes. I got some notes,
0: but uh... there's
1: no more body count here. There's only the body count is one now.
0: Oh, okay. You're a semi-born again. Virgin, but well, well, so recently you, lost it You should be able to like to,
1: to subtract from your body count, right? Subtract from the body well, count. So let's say you're a How body. You do that. Wait, Listen. hold on.
0: Is, is this like the Ferris Bueller? You know where they they try to. They put the brick on the uh, reverse pedal and they run the car on reverse.
1: That's no, more like hot tub time machine.
0: Reduce these the <laughs> like lower the odometer or whatever speedometer. Oh, that's funny. That thing
1: when it's in his garage when in he Fares drove it. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. A fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That a well, idea. no, but let's say let's say you're, let's say my body count is twelve, okay, and multiply it by three and that's the real number it's probably more it's probably more than that come on you don't even know me times five times five. you don't even know me (laughs) so let's say your body count is whatever it is let's say it's it's 30 okay and and, you know that's a lot yeah for uh, you over 30 is your body count over 30
0: no comment i'm a man of god
1: (laughs) madison
3: no comment she's not not madison
0: Madison, you've already revealed it you revealed it before
3: I don't really know if, do I want to get into this right now. Just for a second. No, I Go. I, need, I need to what hear my it? daughter yeah. speak.
1: Now we're having a come to come to Jesus.
2: What 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 is it?
3: 8.
0: 8? Are you disappointed in your daughter? <laughs>
1: 8 you're just he's gonna started. get just starting no, out okay. starting there's
2: calling. like a whole out.
3: backstory yeah. i can get into it but i'm eight? not gonna trauma dump right now
1: you know, you know are you I,
2: disappointed I, with eight or are you just kind of like he looks, it, it,
1: little, you look surprised at eight a lot just, of people just, are disappointed by father? eight i wanted to say sorry <laughs> to, like to my to father. Sorry to father i've never
3: revealed this to my father before so
1: eight wow i guess the eight don't hate
3: eight don't hate
1: yeah eight don't hate i can't hate over the eight
3: what is your body count
1: do you remember? Oh, Do you even
2: know? Eight. Do you know? I don't think
1: he knows. Uh, yeah, it's very brave of you to say that, Madison, and I appreciate your courage. He's skipping the question. To uh, <laughs> come and say that in front of 5 million subscribers, 3.5. 4.2, 4.2. Who, but who's counting?
0: Well, uh, <laughs> Obviously, you
4: are.
1: <laughs> 4.2. 4.2, two, right. two, yeah, I, I yeah, you know, to come out and say that today, because you know, I think there's a lot of people who judge. And to come out and say that I think is a beautiful thing And it shows me that you're very comfortable in your skin And what you've done and who you are And I'm very proud of you Thank you. are you're, you're proud, proud of her. I'm wait. So you think that's of, a her. Her. Oh, No, no, not saying, a lot or not a little. I'm, I'm just a proud of you for out coming here. out. and being oh, vulnerable for, and, for, and saying that and okay. Hey, this is. Me. I'm
3: not gonna lie about it. Yeah, that's is, the thing. I'm. I. I will always point? say. Yeah, I will always say. I'm not gonna make any excuses for that because that I cannot change anything about that. To, to, to and
2: why would you It's who you are.
3: Like as I've gotten older, I've developed more values and morals, and like I know who I am for myself
0: remove these what you're the mics what?
1: it's covering your face it's a covering a your oh, face you're just sorry. not talking and, well you know straight. what yeah. i think it's freudian right mm. she's feeling she's subconscious, yeah. so she's hiding
0: yes
3: oh sorry i i won't hide anymore it's but yeah, good. I will always just say, like, I will never make excuses for myself. I fully take accountability for, like, my past and things that I've done. But I have eight. I have a, a boyfriend right now who I'm very, very happily with and committed to. But it's eight. It's, it's going to be eight for the rest <laughs> of my life. When I'm 60-year-old, it, it's going to be eight, too. Yeah, well. so.
1: Whoa, so that's just <laughs> your answer? Okay. It's not even real? No. How is it going to be eight when you're 60? Because She's saying her
0: current boyfriend is,
3: is going to
2: be the, for last life. the last one. That's oh, last one.
1: That's so naive. Oh wow! Oh, okay. All right. oh that's so cute. That's cute.
2: <laughs> because that's what we thought when we were eighteen. Uh-oh. Really? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Sorry, Frankie. When you're growing up, you think this is the one. This is the one. The rest of my life. And Ooh. then that one breaks your heart, like and then you move on. In
3: a way, I like growing up. I was like forced into maturity. I would say, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I've already grown up. I know I'm 18, but I feel like a little older than I already am. And I feel like, I don't know, when you know, you know. Okay.
1: Yeah, you, when you know, you know. And it's, I fully believe you when you tell me that, that you, this in your mind will be the last minute And maybe it will or won't. It doesn't matter. But someone who's gone through the experience of, you know, oh, I know. And you know until you don't know. And there's a possibility that it could change. But again, Absolutely. just to go back, I want to commend you on your courage to come out and talk openly about your, you know, past sexual experiences. Because a lot of people wouldn't do that. It was a very I feel like there's a lot of people
3: do. in the situation that I am too that do get like judged very often for their body count because it matters like a lot now nowadays in but modern day society because would you like to explain oh my body why body count matters, guys? Why
4: does a body into count it? count? We get into it? Why does uh, it count?
3: Uh, men seek purity whenever finding a woman, and that's mainly the reason why I feel like body count matters. Right, Brian?
0: I mean, theres I, I wasn't anticipating diving into uh, body count, but I mean, I think there's something to be said. One, obviously, the more sexual partners you've had, there's a higher risk of having an STD. That's that's one component. Certainly, it could be the case if you've had 100 previous sexual partners. you You lucked out. You rolled the dice, and you didn't... Although you can cat- be careful... You can, you can. However, I would say even if you are using protection, uh, there are certain like STDs that can, like if you've got herpes or something, like just busts <laughs> right through the rubber. Con- well, <laughs> if it's like, if it, depending on where it, it is on the person, if it's like on, mm. you know, uh, a condom doesn't necessarily preclude the spread of STDs. Um, so there's that. I think there's something to do. There's certainly something to be said about pair bonding. Uh, the more sexual partners you've had, I, my view is that it's as you accrue more sexual partners, it becomes harder to bond with subsequent partners.
2: I disagree. That's fine. Yeah. Um,
1: you know, we live longer lives, Mm -hmm. right? So I think people in their twenties now, I think some of the, uh, people who study gerontology believe that the average age would be 120 years. Right, that you're going to live to. So you're 18. So you've got another 102 years, right? So the yeah, idea hopefully. of you know being labeled or categorized by the number of sexual partners is going to determine how good of a spouse or uh, mate you're going to be. I think is ridiculous. Um, for me, that's from my own point of view. I think that, I think that's ridiculous. Uh, I will
3: agree on that part.
1: Um, now, okay. Is there a context where if it starts getting in the hundreds to the 200s? Well, there's a scale to it. Yeah, there's a scale. scale If if, if there's a scale to it, I I could maybe understand that. But, you know, just because someone has a lot of partners when they're younger doesn't mean to me that they're going to be a bad partner later. They may be a bad partner for you if that's your preference mm. and if that's how you judge that and that's 100% valid, sure. but to go out and say that they may have harder times bonding with people in a general statement, I find it harder to believe. And a lot of times people have difficulties bonding because they don't understand what intimacy looks like and that usually comes down from the parental figures. Mm. So you don't understand intimacy, so you think sex is intimacy, mm-hmm. and then eventually you learn mm-hmm. that intimacy is not only sexual, but it's having the vulnerability to open up and you know have your a conversation, side. to let, yeah, let them see your emotional truth and your emotional self. So a lot of talk I hear is that, oh, men are afraid to be vulnerable. I don't know if men are be afraid to be vulnerable.
5: Oh, hold on. Loose pussy a... energy oh, donated $69. Maddie's got eight bodies, With eight back shotties, that's got more bodies than John Gotti's. We opened up a can She thinks about it on the dailies and brought great shame to her (laughs) families. The future is crazies. Change your ways, ladies.
3: That's what you think, but you don't really know me in real life. Oh, all right. Shots fired. Shots fired.
0: LPE,
1: thank you 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 for the... uh, There's something that sticks out in my mind, and it's off subject, but um, it was Rose McGowan. McGowan, is that her name? She she, um, McGowan, the uh, Me Too, started the Me Too movement. Uh-huh. Oh. And there was a video I saw of her and the, guy, uh, the commentator was asking her these questions. You know, These people you're speaking against, you know, they're very powerful. And she looks right at the guy and says, so am I. And in that moment, I was like, oh my God, I, I love her because she's comfortable in your, her skin. Mm-hmm. So I think when you're comfortable in your skin, I think there's a certain attractiveness because a lot of times what we're missing right now is authenticity. We're missing authenticity. People want to put this life up on social media. Then you meet the person like, oh my God, you're nothing like that person who's Mm -hmm. always happy, who's always having fun. So I think the authenticity, which you just shared through your vulnerability, I think (coughs) makes you you a gem.
3: Thank you, I really appreciate that. Oh wow, okay.
0: (laughs) There you have it.
3: Some fatherly advice. <laughs>
0: Do we continue on the body count? I mean, I have more if you want to hear more. Oh, let's move you, on.
3: Up
4: to you, Brian.
1: It's up to you, Brian. Because I, I kind of said it's my piece show. and yeah, I, I was yeah, contrary yeah. to yours. Sure, I'd love sure. It. If you want to talk, if you feel the need to.
0: Yeah. Well, I think uh, when it comes to body count, the way I kind of view it is like I, me personally, I don't want to date somebody who either currently is or was promiscuous. So, I think having a high body count is proxy for uh promiscuity, or not not necessarily, but if you've had forty fifty previous sexual partners i mean to me i mean there's there's also just sort of an innate like if if you've had a lot of sexual partners uh a girl for example um that I'm interested in dating, it's kind of like on this visceral level, I find it a bit gross. If they, before me, they've slept with 50 50 dudes, you know, 100 dudes. I would find that a bit repulsive. Um, I also think that there's a higher likelihood of infidelity. I mean, they've done some studies on this. The more previous sexual partners you've had, the greater likelihood of infidelity, greater likelihood of reporting relationship and marriage dissatisfaction, greater likelihood of divorce. So... Uh, well, you know, it's interesting. I ask, let me that. ask I want to okay, ask you sure. something, though. Okay, sure, let me sure, ask sure. you
2: this. You meet a girl. Sure. You fall in love with her. Yep. <laughs> okay. And she knows this about you.
0: <laughs> knows, knows. She
2: knows how you feel about having a high body count. Yeah. So she's not going to be honest with you. I, well, I hope she would. She's be. not going to be. I hope she she's would. She's not be. going to be because, because she knows how you, you feel about it. And she's in love with you, and you're in love with her.
0: Now all of a
2: sudden, later on.
0: Oh, I find out. Yeah. What do I do?
2: Right. Would that change the game? (laughs) No, it's a very honest question. Yeah, it's it's over. It's
0: over. It's done. Really? You're in Let, love with this girl. Let's say, yeah, we're we're, we're engaged, fiance. Wow. I'm
2: calling off the wedding. That to me is wedding. shallow as shit. I, I don't think it's shallow. I though. think it's totally shallow because you're no. in love with this girl. Well, but he values Why wouldn't? It, truth. Yeah, but it's it, but the she point is yeah, he yeah, but, she lied. You value truth. She lied. if She could lied lie because she knows how you feel, and she was in love with you, and but you, you fell in love with her. Well,
0: she, she shouldn't have lied. And
2: just because she slept with more men that you didn't feel comfortable with. I mean, is that is you're judging? But we all You're make, judging.
0: Well, I am judging, but we all make sort of discernments when it comes to the types of people that we're gonna partner with. I mean, we all make judgments.
2: I think that if I found my girlfriend had over a hundred body count and it was two hundred, I really wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, some she's, people don't care. Because she's in love with me right now. Sure, and some and it's people our life together. And that, we've been and together totally for fun. thirteen years. But yeah. am I gonna throw the towel in?
0: No, and look, everyone's entitled to having their different preferences, standards, and boundaries. I think if it, for you personally, if it doesn't bother you, then I think that's totally fine. For me, I just think it's a difference of values when it comes to sex and when it comes to, uh, it, it would be, I, I guess, it'd be almost a compatibility thing. It'd be a difference of values. And it's just, we always, both men and women, want to pick the optimum partner. And I do think if you've had a promiscuous promiscuous past uh that is sort of a in my view again my my own personal view some people don't think this way other people do it's uh i think it's a negative mark on you
2: and you're a man of god correct
0: i mean uh yeah i like the quotes yeah you know i'm a man man of god God. you're judging
2: but but we all make
0: judgments shouldn't because not if you're a man of god but for example, I mean, you said that you don't date w- <laughs> you don't date women who are who are muscular, for example. that's just my preference but this is it's, also but this is also a preference but it's a
2: visual me. preference
0: but couldn't you make the argument that someone's behavioral uh characteristics is more important than just their how they present visually because like when, when it exactly. comes to your sexual activity in the past, that's like something to do with your behavior mm-hmm true so can you but argue it's not
3: like always in such a specific way that you think it is what, you do you know mean? what i mean like i don't want to <laughs> i'm just gonna tell my story with oh, it God, all right. so <laughs> okay. my story i obviously once again i'm not making any excuses i'm just sharing my experience through what happened but um growing up i feel like i was very sucked into this whole modern society thing you had to do it because it was cool you had to do it because your friends were doing it if you didn't do it like you were ugly just like simply for like male validation basically and that's kind of why but once i like grew up once i got older i like i said earlier i developed better morals and values for myself access- uh, uh, sorry especially like um sexually and I didn't really know that until I met my current boyfriend now who kind of had to teach me these things because I didn't have anyone to teach Victor me those
5: donated things. donated $69. i am trans, biologically female, virgin, and raised by a republican father. I think body count needs a more nuanced view. Michael Knowles was promiscuous in his past. Was but he? Changed. I don't think he Women was. Women can change too. In short, case by case basis.
0: Okay, well, Victor, uh, thank you for the uh, TTS. Appreciate it. Uh,
3: And I'm not saying I changed, but I definitely developed and, you know, I definitely grew and I, like I said, growing up, I didn't really have anyone to tell me like uh, the true value of sex until I met my boyfriend who kind of shared that with me.
2: So you did, you you have changed though. Just like, I mean, again, yes, people grow, people Mm. change. That's what part, that's what life is, is about growing. If you're not growing, you're
1: dying. Well, I think, look, I think Brian, I, you know, look, you know, the great thing about today, this country, us, is you can have your preference. Sure, yeah. Right? When I was younger, I felt the same way. Mm. And I read this interesting study recently, uh, how many gr- adult men are satisfied with their sex life? How mm. many adult men? And it was like, horrendously low. It was like, you know, like 22% were satisfied with their sex life because men in general, they do not marry their best and favorite sexual partner. They, say, they usually mm-hmm. marry someone they want to be the mother of their child and they put different values upon who they want to raise their children than who they want to hang and bang with. Right. But then it, down the road, what that will lead to a lot of times is like, Oh God, I love her. She's a good mom, but the sex just isn't great. And so it, it's, I, th-
0: a, I think you can work on that though. Do
1: like you like, if you really
0: care? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like
2: that. Yeah, do, yeah, you? do you, yes. can you absolutely hey, do you? Is it absolutely. really? Oh God,
1: son, well, son, but I mean, I son, <laughs> son, <laughs> no, you, got, you can.
3: I do think you can work with each other. Like, and like if make you your communicate with your than, partner,
1: them, yeah. it, it I can, can, mean, if they're really close, what's mind, the longest you've been with somebody five years. Okay. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. What do you mean? <laughs> you know about Whoa. the dip. Do you get bored? <laughs> no,
2: he doesn't yet. No, he doesn't yet. He doesn't know it yet.
1: <laughs> you know about the dip.
2: The dip comes at about seven. Oh, years. okay,
0: okay. I'm, I'm still working on. Yeah. It comes about seven to ten. Well, the, I mean, certainly, I think like the ex, there's a certain excitement when you're first with somebody and it's new, and uh, certainly things maybe slow down a little bit, but. Um, I mean, I think if you communicate with your partner. Spice
1: it up. What are you talking about? No, you it's just mean? funny. Now start adding kids into the equation. You got to take the little kid. Little Johnny's got to go to practice. Little Lucy's got to do this. And you take the kids into it. You take your working sure. full time to make a living. You take her taking care of those kids and or not working. You put all this into your life. And, like, and
2: then you put the finances in it. And oh you got to yeah. pay the bills. You got to
1: put your kids through private school. And then you have to fight for... Sex, not fight for it, but you have to fight
2: for that. Alone to find
1: time, time mm-hmm. to have good sex, you mm-hmm. have to fight for time when the kids are asleep. Are, are, are they sleeping honey? I don't know. Go check. Close the door. No, we can't. So, the kids are away. So, so, so wait, and then you so, don't so, want to plan it because so wait, if you plan on, it, the spontaneity
2: is
0: totally gone. So, but are you? So are you arguing that? I should, in order to have a fantastic sex life with my future long-term partner. Well, here's my what wife. I'm arguing. She ought to take, have a high body count. Is no, that no. what Take the
1: words fantastic <laughs> sex life long relationship out. <laughs> <laughs> Just take it out. I mean, it's a dream. It's a dream. It, it's, oh, it's hard it, because remember, you're not going to marry your best sexual partner. You're going to marry someone who's got these matronly qualities that's you can count on. That that's not that experience. That probably hasn't been with you know anybody who's going to rival you in bed because we don't want you to be insecure about it's not, that. It's not. Oh. about insecurity, though. Well, it's, it's not. You know, it's the, not about insecurity. Look, I. I for,
0: but but the, I mean, okay. So there, there's this. There is this concept, or, though.
1: Or dirtying your woman with their bodily fluids.
0: I mean, but like, okay, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Dan. Okay, so okay, we're getting into the juicy stuff here. Um, so w- would you not feel a little bit, It's and it's not even coming from a place of insecurity, but let, let's say you were about to sleep. I know you're in a seven-year relationship. Let's say you weren't in a seven-year relationship. You're with a new girl, and you find out, obviously, it's your first time being intimate together, and... You know, maybe there's not an understanding between you two when it comes to any sort of commitment, right? Because mm-hmm. you you just start dating, you wouldn't find it a bit, you wouldn't take pause if she had slept with a guy the night before she sleeps with you.
2: I don't think he'd ask.
1: If it's a hookup, no, I don't. You don't ask. It's none of your business. No more than it is hers to ask you. You just hope they're showered. You know what I mean? I no, mean no, no, no. I mean, we're talking hookup. Okay. we're talking hookup. If I'm dating a girl and, and I'm interested in her and we think we have a thing, but it's not official, um, uh, you know, I, I, I will say this when I was younger, I cared a lot more based. Yeah. That's no, good. That's good. No, when I, no, when I okay. was younger, you know, like, yeah. oh, she can't sleep with this many people. I had more rules. Yeah. I had more rules and I thought what would... was
2: smart. That was smart. Yeah. Was yeah. Good. But as you get older, those rules go away. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Bring I, it I, back. I, no, I said you I had can't. more
1: rules. I had more rules, you know, yeah. uh, she's gotta do this, she's gotta do that, you know, she has to be uh, this, uh, you know, I, like this body count, true, sure. But you know, as you get older, you just want someone who's great. You just want someone who you can count on. You got want someone who's loyal that's gonna be there. You want someone that you get along with. You know, you want someone who has kinda similar values. Mm-hmm. You know, the body count becomes such a for me a, an unimportant thing very sure, irrelevant now, now look if she was at you know you know 500 a thousand yeah but you know if right. it's 10 if it's 40 I so in other words he's saying he's not gonna date a porn star
2: no I, I've done that <laughs> okay <laughs> you yeah. but you dated yeah. but you didn't like it, it was I was wasn't it married I wasn't it wasn't was of a hookup
1: it was it was We dated. well yeah you
0: said they were broken it was dated much, yeah in, the, in your
2: book
1: you know, I found that most porn stars and strippers have some kind of brokenness in them, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but maybe that's not fair for me to judge and say that. Sure. Um, you know, because I know, I can speak for myself, I had a brokenness in me, you know. I right. I saw what my dad did. When I was 10 years old, um, I was coming back from Asia, my dad and I were together at the hotel, and um, I'm 10, mm. and he says to me, he said, you read the book, you said this. Yeah. He, he goes to the bar at the airport the night before and he gets two prostitutes. I'm 10 years old, we're walking to the hotel and he's got the two prostitutes with him and he looks at me and he says, hey, do you want one? Yikes. I'm That's 10. Yikes. That's yikes. You know, I hadn't even reached puberty. We go in the room it's, a one room, it's a one bedroom, one bed and my father has sex with these two women on the bed while I'm there. And my back is to him. You know, I'm 10. I pretend like I'm asleep, and and you know, the bed's just.
0: Is it TOS? Are it might be a little.
1: But but yeah
0: yeah I think might be a little iffy for YouTube. Yeah. So anyway, so so
1: the idea the idea of that and you know for me there was a brokenness when it came to relationships and when it came to women. Yeah. Right. I followed my dad. You know, you had a lot of girls that made you feel cool and. I, I didn't realize how much I was hurting the women that sure. I was lying to that I was cheating to, on because I never saw that with my dad you know I, I, I and it took me a long time to mm-hmm. say look if you're going to be with somebody have enough courage to say hey I'm interested in somebody else mm-hmm. you know I, I'm sorry you know do the human across from you regardless of their sex or pre- sexual preference mm-hmm. uh, the, the right thing and, and just you know be a good human being. Sure. But so we're going back to body count, right? So body count. I feel
3: like in the sense that if you were, if two people were just hooking up, that question wouldn't really come into play because those two people are hooking up just to hook up. You know what I mean? If you got, if they were getting in a relationship, it would make sense. Why? um
0: Holy fuck. Sorry. We got fucking emergency vehicles. (laughs) <laughs> going, going by um, one one of the perks of being centrally located uh no i and i don't I don't have an issue with other people having a different view on this than than I do. I just know for my own personal preferences when it comes to uh picking a partner, I'd certainly prefer someone who has a lower body count. Have you
1: ever had a one night stand
0: uh yes, I have
1: yeah, and did you ask the body count
0: uh f- no. I, don't, I don't make a habit. I, I certainly don't make it a habit of having one night stands. Um, I I'm more a relationship. Like if I have sex with a girl, I want there to be a continuity. I want to continue seeing her. Um, but I have, I had a one. Yeah, I've had a one night stand. Um, no, I don't think I asked.
1: Yeah. A, again, body count then, why this are was so, a long time ago. Why are so many men unhappy in their marriages with their sex life? because they marry somebody that they want to be a mother more than they marry for the sexual partner. Now I'm saying I'm not saying right or wrong. I think you can have both though. You I think <laughs> <laughs> but no, but then
3: you become occupied with so many things because you have kids, you create a family, well, yeah, it becomes harder school and things like harder. that. You just well, don't sex really is have the last time thing on your
2: mind when you're having kids exactly. and raising a family and taking care of the house and doing the sure. laundry and doing the dishes and doing this and doing that. Sure. Sex is the last thing, so they're working their ass off as a mom and doing the house all day. And then the husband comes home and it's like, okay, babe, let's do this. She's like, seriously, <laughs> that's
1: the Does last that thing that's on my mind.
2: Yes, that happens, really. Absolutely, it happens. Well, yeah, there's dead bedrooms. Okay, and think stuff, about so. this. Okay, yeah, not not right. to go here too deep, but at the same time, the women that are going to, into menopause, you guys aren't even even remotely thinking of that yet.
0: To be fair, I have data. I did date a woman who was 45. Just gonna say
2: she's not even in menopause. Not yet. Yeah, really. No, 50. I thought this starts mm-hmm. 50. No, it depends on it depends on the woman. Yeah, okay. But my point is, right. is, if you know is any that, 50
0: year olds, get me in touch and I'll see what. Okay, I can do. so
2: they're going through menopause. The last thing on their mind is sex. They're having hot flashes. They're, they're miserable. Mm. They're not sexually active. Mm. Okay, so what happens to you at that point in time? You're still sexually active. She's like, No, I'm done, dude. What do you do? What do you, uh, I mean, are you, are you, my question is, I... is that it's, it's more along the lines of this is where it's like the men have to come up to the plate and actually, like, seriously
1: um, foreplay? Are we talking about foreplay? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know four, what so the relationship goes on they just sometimes they just five. just get
2: it, it over with it, it, it's like you got 2 minutes now i got 5 minutes but it's what i'm trying to say is the women aren't going to always be that sexually active mm. as your relationship continues you do have to work on it the women have to work on it mm. the men have to work on it but sure. i don't think the yeah. body counts really that important at that time Oh, whatsoever. So what,
0: I think the previous uh, example you gave was like, well, what if you're in love with her and then she, like, you find out her body count? I mean, that's something that I would probably ask very early on, and it just the relationship just wouldn't proceed. I think you know. Okay, so, okay.
1: look, that's okay. fair. That's fair. I mean, I I totally if that's what totally respect you have totally, your idea of yeah. what you want. That's yeah. I think that's great because I think too many people go in not having an idea of what their values or the moral hierarchy is. Sure. And then they go in and think, Oh, love's going to take care of it's all uh, of yeah. it all. And it doesn't. Sure. Right. But I think, you know, at the end of the day, what a blue <laughs> pill. You, takes. Are you, care I've, I've
2: been everything. looking at these the entire I, podcast. and I'm like, are
0: you going to take the red pill? The you blue, should take the red pill. The I think red, you take both. Yeah. I think, Oh, purple blue, pill. Okay. Blue, right. There you
1: go. I'm you a purple both. pill. I'm a
2: purple. Okay. There you I go. go. So
1: there. just to close, to close this close this loop. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, you can have really good sex when you've been in a long relationship. Yeah. It just looks different than it did in the beginning. Wait, are you talking, what are we talking about here? It looks different in this... What, what's it? Sex is, oh, okay, looks okay, different, okay. you know, in the beginning when you're dating, you know, yeah. you're you know, hours, you're jumping off this, you know, the dresser, so to speak, you know, and, and it's the most important thing. And yeah. anybody is always ready and available in the beginning. And then eventually it changes but other things change with it you can still Mm. have good sex it's just you have to work for it and you have Mm. to plan it a little bit more
0: got it
2: planning sucks got
0: it we have a couple chats here we have puffy vegas puffy you he's always in the chat start dating at 12 years old i understand what he's talking about my school teachers mom friends etc eight out of ten men's wives Offer me sex as soon as my male friends' wife got drunk. It would get really aggressive. I believe all oh, okay, Puffy. All right, he's uh, okay. He's an interesting character. We have Conan nineteen. Was there a political leaning in the group of gladiators that you could notice? What does that mean? Uh, political leaning, like were they more so Democrat, Republican? Oh, you know, Beth- you know
2: Nobody cared about politics. I feel like back yeah, then. Politics, Nobody gave a shit about politics back then. Nobody cared about
1: politics till Trump, right? I Not mean, even that- till
2: Trump till COVID. Well, I,
1: no, because I COVID, think
2: that... I think COVID actually—I'm not supposed to bring this up. Sorry, but it opened the door because everybody was at home, and so everybody mm. got on the internet. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so I, I don't—I th- thought I think before you could be a Republican, you could be a Democrat, and you could still be friends.
2: Now you can't. Yeah. Now it's yeah, you know that's there's
1: that's such right. a divisive line you know where people unfriend people because of their political views, and you know my my uh, partner partner Kim is that way. If, if, and I, I don't agree with it. I have friends who are Republican. Mm. I have friends who are liberal. I have friends who are not communist. <laughs> so I have friends okay. small parties and look, okay, and we should be able to have an open chat about politics like we do body count. Sure. Without people getting <laughs> so, yeah. you know, so we angry. You we can talk. You can, can you can't different. nowadays. We can, we, we can have different yeah. opinions and we can still agree to be friends. Yeah, of course. And be cordial yeah. and civil. Yeah.
2: But it's like you said, your girlfriend, she's like, no, I can't do that. So in other words, if your girlfriend found out that we were purple, she might not want us to hang out with you.
1: Purple. purple. Yeah. The purple pill. The purple because... The pill pill makes you turn purple.
2: Because the the right's too far and the left is too far. Mm, That's a good point. Right in the middle.
1: Well, look, on the edges. Right on the edges and everyone on on the other side of the party, they always look at the most um, radical of that party and they're afraid that's what what the party is. Mm -hmm. Does does that make sense what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yes, yeah. And and generally the parties, look, if we're getting into politics, I think the biggest challenge is that so many people are one-voter issues. This is important to me, abortionists, so I'm gonna vote this way you know, immigration is important to me. I'm going to vote this way. They don't look at the whole body of what the different political parties stand for. I think you have to look at like, you know, look what I believe. Do I believe in gun control? Do I believe in abortion? Do I believe freedom to choose? How do I feel about LGBT? How do I feel about um, pharmaceutical? You know, I think you have to look at all the issues. And uh, again, I hate that it's gotten so divisive.
0: Yeah, it's very, uh, there's there's a specific term, but I I think you said it, Lori. Both sides have really mm-hmm. gone I can't think of the term, but we have Puffy Vegas here. I am 49 years old. When you get 40, don't ask anymore. I mainly date mostly women in their 20s okay puffy vegas uh thank you thank you <laughs> thank you gotta spell that. check these before you send them in buddy it's make it make make my job uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah spend the 20 on chat gvt
1: there you go. <laughs> 20 put it in the chat gvt before you put it up there Puffy. there you go uh
0: Lori, so okay you said that you don't like really the muscular type of women if i recall is that correct mm-hmm. yeah Dan, oh, are you? Getting he's up leaving. For a sec- oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I had a question. Yeah, you have different was, politics than me,
1: and you have a different uh, body count than me. So I got to get leave. out of here. Exactly, he's done. Get out, <laughs> you daughter. Come with me.
0: Uh, um, you go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use the big boys' room. I'll, I'll save the question for later. Then, uh, okay. So I think we're. <coughs> excuse me. We're all cut up here on ch- on the chats.
3: Lori, would you consider yourself? Um, more of like the masculine woman in the relationship, which is why you seek a more feminine woman.
2: It's interesting you say that. Um, I, I've got to say I'm, I'm still right down the middle on that. Mm-hmm. I, I am. I, I like to take care of. Yeah. But I like to be taken care of.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: So that, that's a hard thing to find, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's and true. I know I can be a lot. So therefore it's like finding someone that actually can handle me, mm-hmm. you know, just because Uh-oh. of
4: it, I'm will. true. It's
2: just because of who I am, my personality. I'm an Aries. I'm a fire oh. sign, okay. you know? And so therefore, the, whoever the girl is, it's like, she's got to know how to handle me. And it's interesting. Yeah. That's, I mean, my girlfriend and I, it's like, she handles me very well. She's also an Aries, which is interesting. Oh, and a nice. lot of people are like, holy shit, two Aries in the same household. But it's like, you know, my past girlfriend was a Taurus, and so when we argued, there was like fucking heads, and she would just like come after me, and I'd go after her, you know, in the argument. But with this one, it's like she understands me. She understands exactly where I'm coming from, so we'll argue, and I will well, I will be arguing, let's put it that way. And it's like she'll just sit there and look at me, and then she'll just smile and go, are you done? <laughs> you know, and it just makes yeah. me laugh, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm done.
3: So you kind of get each other.
2: Absolutely. Thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, That's great. I mean, as far as the masculine one in the relationship, no, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, I I tend to take on that role sometimes, but at the same time, I <laughs> still love being that girl and being taken care mm-hmm. of.
3: Yeah, because I feel like a lot of... um Relationship these days, where it's two women, there's always one that's a little more of course that plays a masculine part and one that yeah. plays a feminine part. There's
2: no role wondering. playing there. Yeah. I, there's never been any role playing in my relationships whatsoever.
3: You guys both kind of just pick up what each other absolutely,
2: and that's kind of, I think, in, in any relationship to be quite honest
3: with you. Very true.
2: You know, water,
0: I'm, I'm, good. I'm good.
2: I'm good. It's
3: like
0: diet. <laughs> we have uh energy drinks if you need one or.
3: He'll
2: be up till 2 in the morning. Oh,
0: coughing. I thought you said coffee. No, Mm -hmm. I've I've got some water here. Um, You dated Sam Simon. You want to tell us about that? Interesting enough, yes. The Simpsons creator. Yes, he
2: created the Simpsons. Um, When I was was doing Gladiators, I did a couple television shows, and I actually met Drew Carey first. Mm-hmm. Um, so Drew and I actually went to a couple premieres together, different things in the industry. And then that's where Sam was actually producing one of the Drew Carey shows. Mm. So I met Sam Simon on set. Okay, um, Super nice guy, you know, um, not necessarily my type, but just a super nice guy. Mm. Um, we wound up, I actually lived with him for about uh, three to six months. Somewhere in there, but his house was haunted, so I wanted to leave. His house was haunted. (laughs) Like creaking and that sort of stuff. Like, no, he actually saw a ghost sitting at the end of his bed. He definitely said he goes, There was a female apparition sitting on the end of his bed. He said he was never afraid of her. Oh, it was a friendly apparition. It was a friendly one. Okay. But just him telling me these stories, like if I had to come home at night, you know, two in the morning and he wasn't there. Yeah, it was a bit creepy, you know, because I could hear things throughout the house. And I'm like, he's
3: been like super spiritual my whole entire life. So like, I believe in ghosts and demons and all that stuff. Oh, I do too. It it creeps (gasps) me out too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So it was, it was pretty intense. That house was, you know, um, but Sam was an interesting character. I mean, we had a really good time. I, I mean, it got to the point to where he was, he was extremely into me. Um, I was, I was dating girls and I was like, can't we bring girls into this? Okay. He didn't want that. Oh, he didn't want it. Absolutely not.
0: No, I know. Right. I kind of get it though. You know, like uh, here's my take on threesomes. It's like, I'd rather only disappoint one woman at a time. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's good. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah. And I I don't even think that was his thing. I think it was more. He just wanted me a hundred percent to himself.
0: Mm, I I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. So
2: he really wanted children at the time. I never wanted kids. Mm. You know, he's like, have my child and basically I'll take care of you. You will be set for life.
0: Simpsons creator. Simpsons creator. Holy shit.
2: Yeah. Set for life. Okay. Still, even though, even at that, I was like, you mm, had to go a different way. You had to go a different way. Yeah. Okay. You know, we had great, we, 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 Became very good friends and remained friends until the day he passed gotcha. away.
0: Yeah, gotcha, Dan. So, and the reason I brought up Laurie about how uh, you're not so much into the muscular women, Dan, you had an encounter with a muscular woman, perhaps more than one.
1: He's like who? Angie? Where? I think Which from one? the book. Oh, you, you know, in in the book Gladiator, um, a true story of Roy's rage, redemption. I, I changed the name to protect the innocent if anybody was innocent.
2: Oh, okay, so it wasn't that girl.
1: So, no, um, I, I've, I, I, you know, look, I, I've like uh, all, like I'm mumbling over my words here. <laughs> You've made me uncomfortable, Brian. Oh, okay. Whatever, um, there was a girl I dated and uh, she was a former bodybuilder. She wasn't you know, huge at that time, but uh, I think what you're referring to is um, something the, sexually about her changed. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, the, the steroid. Yes. Yeah, she was on a the, the clit. <laughs> <laughs> it was big. The clip.
0: <laughs>
3: That's hysterical. The clip was big.
0: Are you covering? Like, oh, I don't want to like, hear this.
3: What? I want to hear this. I was just not expecting that to come out of your mouth. You, from you, the story, so but
0: I guess if you, as a woman, if you take, uh, peds or you know
1: i think large grow. amounts it can be a side effect
2: just like men's balls shrink
1: mm, yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> front i kind of <laughs> is it that evident <laughs> pretty much <laughs> but, but, uh, what, are, what are they good for the, the balls uh, uh testicles this oh, is th- a yeah okay excuse
0: me excuse what are they good me. for i apologize. Uh,
1: we
2: we don't know. Do you
3: really want your daughter to share about that? <laughs> we we, we, we yes, don't Madison, know. Madison, what
2: are they good for? <laughs> I don't know. What I, I are don't want to hear for? this. What there
3: should be.
0: For? What's that song? War. They should do a remix. War. <laughs>
4: what are they Balls. good for? Balls. Balls. What Balls. are they good for? Oh, that is
1: that is fantastic. What, what are they good for? What? what do you think they're good, besides they're I, good you, for? Besides procreate. I mean, I don't know if you, this,
0: this is going to get some X-rated here. Well, you can, mm-hmm. Girl can s- oh, suck God. on the balls. I'm just oh. saying, a girl can suck. Oh. Sucks. No, not the fan? So disgusting. Whoa, whoa, whoa balls, that balls, balls are, are disgusting. If you what, they're you're gross. shower, they're gross. And, and this is they're a guy who gross. talks about body count. They're
2: oh The the There's nothing not like attractive the, about balls at all whatsoever. Chat. Bo- bo- I don't give bo- a, a shit what you say. A lot of girls find them
3: attractive, though. I think a lot of girls do not find them attractive.
2: Madison's friends. I haven't met any girls, straight girls, really? that go, "Oh my god, balls are so cool." <laughs> Cut them off. Or we don't. You, need
0: whoa, them. Whoa, 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 whoa! Don't need we can't them. Do that. Like, could you Cut imagine? Off? Like, oh, FTG, Thank you, thank you very much um, for the uh, gift of memberships.
1: I. Uh, what well, could well, you imagine? Oh, what did you like about him? Oh my god! Did you see his testicles? Right.
2: Oh, remember? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I, I won't mention the person's name, but it was on tour. Oh, and somebody said, oh, my God, he's got the biggest balls I've ever seen. And I think, you know, who I'm talking about. Wait, was it a
0: was it a gladiator? It was not
1: a gladiator. It
2: was not a gladiator.
1: I have no idea. contender producer. I have no idea.
0: Oh, oh, whisper. Okay.
1: I've never heard that about that gentleman. Yes. Oh, wow. I I don't know if like, you know, look, usually guys are couldn't be proud if, you know, they're well endowed. um, But. I don't know if you have, you know, elephantitis of the testicles, if that's something you're like, yo, bro, <laughs>
0: you know, check it out. I got my giant
1: balls. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I mean, uh, can, can a guy's testicles be too big?
3: I don't know. I feel like a lot of guys, I don't know, like around my age, I would say like having small balls is an insult, right?
0: Well, I mean, like to have big, bo- like cojones. There's yeah, but that we, component. Yeah, but that's no. metaphorically. Like, like what if they had small What if they have small physically. balls? That's metaphorically. however. Yeah, no, they I were thought well endowed, like you a care? physical thing too. I, but do you care? I, I don't think I girls don't care, girls care about ball size. They don't care at I all. I
3: don't think girls I don't, care I don't about balls, balls
2: at all. don't care. at
3: all. They only care in the sense that they can gratificate their partner. Yeah, that's it. Gratificate. Sexually gratificate.
0: Sexual gratification. Are you gonna stand for this I, kind I of know. language I, I from know. your daughter?
1: When we get home, you're in trouble. But so you- No soup can, for you.
0: You <laughs> did encounter a woman who was on steroids and I guess made the clip bigger, apparently.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it was- um, Let me ask you,
2: how were her orgasms?
1: Uh, or did you care? Well, no, Whoa, you know, it thrown was- thrown under um, the bus. It, it, was, it was interesting. It was, it was just interesting, something physically to see, um, in technical terms, it looked like she had a little penis
2: based. Oh, that's kind of big.
0: Yeah.
1: It's really like a, like a little infant, um, and and it was just like, um, that's big, it was a little disconcerting. And you know, she was like, she didn't want to get naked. She's self-conscious. She's very self-conscious. self-conscious she didn't want to get naked because you know it was a thing for her. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there's a website for girls with oh, large I'm sure there that you know guys go to I, and 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 want to yeah. see. And I'm wanna, sure it's on OnlyFans. It. Yeah, it's on yeah. OnlyFans. <laughs> I
0: I kind of I'm not going to front. I kind of I kind of like a big clit. Don't get me wrong. I'm uh, down for the big clit. I can't believe we're is? actually talking about Let's, this right now. I, it came up. I don't know. This is my thumb. That's. That's send that's her my huge. way. Is she still around? That, no <laughs> way. Are you serious? <laughs> Why not? Let's go. Damn.
1: This is a guy go. who cares about body count. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I got to link up with some
0: bodybuilder gals.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah. If you well, know what no, i no, yeah, yeah, uh, this doesn't happen to every girl who takes testosterone. it happen to her. Oh, and, some. And, not all. But and, okay. you know, she, I remember she like, she actually cried because she was ashamed oh. and that, that hurt me. That. You know, she was ashamed of something because mm-hmm. you, you know. Yeah, I think everything's got uh, beauty in its. Uh, well, it's kind of like being
2: way. with a man that has a micro penis. Oh,
1: why did you p- look at or me?
2: Or girl with a <laughs> large labia? <laughs> that was so wrong, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? She looked at me. She's like, it's kind of being with a man who has a micro penis. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> yeah, that's when you really Trump.
2: feel sorry for him. I think I was I was with one when oh. I was super young. I oh. mean, I young meaning like what was his
1: last name Simon. Uh
2: no it was um clark but um um i think i was like 20 i want to say around that area and it was kind of shocking it was like whoa Uh uh-oh what do i do with this seriously what do i do with this (laughs) you try your best i guess yeah nothing happened let's put it that way i kind of
0: feel bad for men who have the micro peen you know it's
1: uh yeah, it's gotta be tough it's gotta be just really for a friend hard. what is micro well, <laughs> i mean what is considered micro well, I What's considered like, like average? this like it's like
2: zoom. it's like an inch
1: the erect because some people are you know growers say, not sure let's, let's say it's even yeah, the, two that's inches true. erect that is true two inches erect are you serious show me how big two inches is that's like is that two inches to you Oh, no, she just went. She was like, that's two
0: inches. No, 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 that's about two inches. Right there, no, right? but there's like micro where it's like yeah. an inch less than an
1: inch. Huh, I've ne- really? I've okay. never seen such a thing.
2: I'm sure in the chat they'll tell you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm looking now. Logan Paul? <laughs> how did that come up? I have no idea. There's Someone
3: I mean, said two inches is not micro.
0: I don't know if it's it's certainly below average. but I'm a, Micro is like a very, I think it's almost a medical term. For like, very, uh, hmm. very small. So must that must be tough. Must okay, be tough.
2: so so I'm looking in the chat. So anything what? under two inches is micro. Is that what they're trying to say?
0: One to two inches. It could be. I'm not sure. Two what is there I a corresponding dysfunction in, in women? Like is there a what? Like a corresponding, like what's the equivalent of a micro penis
1: for a woman? You know, is if a Soreness? woman is, has a small. Um, can't even say the word. Vaginal entrance. Vaginal entrance. Yeah, I mean, that is not seen as a detriment. It's like a medical. She probably goes way up on your list. Wait, if if it's probably
3: like a woman with small breasts or. No.
1: No, 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 no.
3: But I feel like that'd be the closest comparison to what you're. I don't
0: think there is.
1: I think there is no equivalent for, you know, micro for something that a woman has. Yeah.
5: Not to that degree, not to that degree.
1: You know what I mean? I think, um, yeah, I think if you ever want to tease a guy, you know, like if a girl wants to say something bad about a guy, she'll say, oh, he had a little wee-wee. Yeah. Even if it's a lie, you know, mm-hmm. just cause they know that messes with the male psyche so much. Well,
0: what's the go-to thing if you're trying to mess with a
1: a woman? You call her a whore or a slut. Oh. Right? Yeah. But yeah
2: the men are called studs. I know it's not fair. What, that's, I mean,
1: it's, it's no, no I'm, no. I'm just saying yeah. I don't agree with it. But like yeah. you know, yeah. in, a, in a puritanical mm-hmm. patriarchal society, oh, she had sex with too many men. She's bad. You know, put the scarlet letter concur. on her. Put the scarlet letter on her. You know what I mean?
0: You know what I think is really unfair is if women sleep with a lot of men. They're judged for it. They're called a, you know, a slut. For example, if a guy does the same thing, then he's called gay. No, what, I heard that
2: they're, they're called a stud.
1: If a guy sleeps it's with a lot stupid. of women, he's gay.
0: No, 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 no. no. Okay, so the, jo- oh, the, 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 the I, joke I is that. the joke is if a woman sleeps with a lot of men, she's a slut. But I if a guy bang. does the same thing, then he's gay.
1: But a bang, but a bang. Ashley, did okay. you get that? Ashley Sinclair.
3: But a bang. There you have it.
0: There you have it. There was a banana situation. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I Since just we're on in the, the topic. Chat. Wait, wait, I just yeah, looked yeah. in the
1: chat. She smells. Hmm?
3: Oh, like that. Oh, yeah. yeah,
1: that if you like, say that, how is it? Oh God. She's yeah. That, I think that's a pretty that good. Is, yeah. Yeah that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's very, that's Although very Some offensive. guys,
0: they'll still go for it. They well, will. Some guys Some don't girls care. will still go for it. The micros. That's going to be a, it's a lot harder, yeah, that's but, fair. Um, Speak since we're on the topic of just absolute degenerate conversation <laughs> Jesus. here. Jesus, what was the banana situation? Oh, Jesus,
1: what did you do
2: with the banana?
1: Jesus, I mean, I'm part of my language, but uh. Someone you have to leave something for the book. Oh, okay. You gotta. Well, the funny. I'll ask one thing. One thing. The, the, the funny thing was about yeah, the banana is yeah. the girl's a very good friend of mine still. Oh, and, okay. Uh, we went to a book signing together, and she was like, "Hi, I'm the Banana Girl." Oh wow! <laughs> and I just thought that was so uh, endearing. Nice. And she okay. was kind of like laughed, you know, and she was very comfortable with herself. Gotcha. So well, I think that's all you need to know about the banana. One one question with the banana:
0: Was it peeled or unpeeled?
1: I have to think about that now. So long ago, you might not get it out. It it was was definitely in its sheath.
0: Okay, all right. Definitely in its sheath. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Got a couple more questions here, and then we're going to wrap up pretty soon. Uh, So, let me see. Hold on, I'm just grabbing my notes. So, um, you're uh, you're you're half uh, Asian, right? You're half Japanese. Is it correct? Yes. Gotcha. and so, I have a couple Asian friends, and I've heard from a lot of Asian men uh, that they struggle with dating. and they find that they encounter a lot of women who either by their own ad- 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 admission that they don't find them attractive or they've e- they've even told me that even some Asian women don't find them attractive. Looking at you, Madison,
1: um, wow, Madison.
0: so did you uh, did you ever feel that you struggled with dating?
1: Because you were Asian.
2: You were handsome. I mean as you're hell. you're like
1: six two, well, you're you, a stud. You guys are but... seeing this incarnation of me. Sure. I'll post on Instagram me as a ten year old kid. Okay. You know, no nobody looked at that guy that kid. Yeah. That chubby yeah, yeah, yeah. Asian looking kid with the bull haircut. Mm-hmm. Nobody looked at that guy and thought it would be this guy. Gotcha. Um so when I started dating is when I st- also started lying about my race. Okay. It was like when I was a freshman in high school, because mm-hmm. I was teased when I was, um, you know, fifth, sixth grades, yeah. you know, slanted-eyed rice picker, oh no, rice again, all the jokes. Even though I was half Asian, I grew up in Orange County, an all-white area, right? So um, I, when I when I changed high schools and I moved to San And I made up a new story. I'm not Asian, I'm Hawaiian, I'm a surfer. And I grew oh. my hair out and I became, you know, cool. I became this Hawaiian surfer, cool guy and that was kind of an identity i kept and then when i moved to hollywood i was long hair i was native american mm. i was anything but not to be asian because it was painful those memories of kids teasing me mm. and um you know it, and that hurt my mom my mom you know was born in japan i was born in japan and the fact that i lied about my race my heritage really really hurt her so on American Gladiators, we went and did a show in Japan towards the end of American Gladiators. And I made it my goal to go on the Japanese version of Gladiators and speak in Japanese to make my mother proud. Mm. Now, I'd only seen my mom cry two times because my mom's Asian, you know, Japanese and they don't show their emotion. She cried once when I was 10 years old and my 12 year old brother died in my arms. He got electrocuted, she cried. And the next time she cried was when I was 27 years old when she saw me on TV speaking Japanese. Mm-hmm. You know, So um, I did not feel that women didn't date me because I was Asian because I lied about it. Mm. I don't now. Now I'm so proud of my heritage. It took me like maybe to sure. I was 28.
0: Because I mean, I, like I said, I've heard from a lot of my Asian friends. They, f- they feel that it's difficult for them. Maybe there's some sort of... Uh... Stereotyping or some degree hot? of discrimi- discrimination. Um, they're like normal guys. I, I'd why. say that's why. Um, that's why
2: it's not because they're Asian. Okay, they're just normal. They're looking. just normal they're guys. Just no, like, no. I, I've heard that before. No, but I mean, I've
1: heard that before. That you know, it's hard that white a lot of uh, Caucasian girls don't like Asians, and even Asian girls don't like Asian men. But I think that's a stereotype. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Going away a little bit more. Mm. 'Cause yeah. But I, mean, I don't like Asian yeah. women. I won't date huh? Asian women. You won't, huh? No, it really? Reminds me, it reminds me of my mother and my sister. Oh. I mean, and I... my daughter.
3: So what I what I previously said on a different episode was that I've oh. never like I'm not opposed to the whole dating an Asian man. I have a boyfriend, so I obviously wouldn't go for an Asian man right now. But I've never really found myself like gravitating towards one. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't think it was that offensive. I mean being look, You're attracted
2: like, to what you're attracted yeah. to
3: Like my the very first like The two guys I first ever liked in my entire life Were like half Asian
2: Okay, but It's okay,
3: it's alright You yeah, I mean, yeah, stepped know. on the I, wild side, I think just half Diversity is beautiful I'm not discriminating or it's anything okay, Max, yeah. That's I, th- right. I think, look, I look at this yeah, generation I, I feel like they're
1: more <laughs> colorblind Than we were growing up I feel like it's more inclusive now At least, mm-hmm. you know, that's exactly. kind of yeah. what I see when, you know, I talk to my 12-year-old stepson, it's not like, Oh, I don't like her. She's Asian. Ooh, I don't like her. She's black. You know, it's just yeah. like, oh, I
3: kind of like her. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but
2: I think even kids, I mean, before we wrap this thing up, I think kids don't see color, really. I think that our society teaches them to see color, mm. you know, but when you're growing up, you don't see color unless yeah. your parents do. It yeah. comes yeah. from your parents, right? I mean, same thing with pretty much anything across the board. So and
0: for the when you guys uh, did a show in Japan was it like a one time show? Were you there too? Did you go I to Japan actually or?
2: passed up that opportunity? Okay. I didn't keep hearing she didn't me. like Asian men. I didn't like uh, okay. Asian men so I, What no. about Actually, Asian I women? just <laughs> didn't want to take it. No. Asian women? Uh, uh, yeah. What about Asian women? Yeah. I think some of them are beautiful. Have, have you ever hooked up with Asian women? No, but I no? think they're beautiful. Never. No, wow. I just, it never, really? it never presented it just itself. Never happened. It just never presented itself. I don't, I mean, if the girl's beautiful, it's not yeah. like I'm gonna go, oh God, no, you're Asian. I mean, okay, no. You're yeah. missing out
1: <laughs> Look, <laughs> I have, Asian women. I have male friends, we call it, what, yellow <laughs> fever? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all they do is a uh, mm-hmm. my buddy Tony Brill, that's all he would do all through college and he married an Asian woman. He just mm. only had eyes for Asian women. There could be the most beautiful model, you know, right next to him and, mm. you know, Caucasian, he'd be like, nope, Asian.
0: Mm wait just a point of clarification like because when we say asian it's like there's asian american and then there's women from who've grown up in asia like from japan korea south korea mm-hmm. well, i suppose north north korea too uh vietnam etc cetera, etc cetera. uh so like never even a, like an asian american woman just no never
2: any, never presented itself okay just never presented yeah, sure, itself sure. Yeah, okay, so it's gotcha, not like gotcha. you know. Obviously, one came on to me, and I was like, "Oh God, no, no, never." No, yeah, no, no, okay. never, never presented.
0: It just never happened. No, it just
1: it never, never happened. Never happened. I think Asian women are are beautiful. Eh, I'm yeah. with you on yeah, that. I, yeah, they are. I see Asian women are beautiful. Look, I think every race has beautiful women. Yeah, you yeah. know, of course, I, I've seen every race. Like, there's 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 beauty, mm. there's beauty out there.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh so, so the. Japanese uh, show the for American Gladiators were they running their own thing and you
1: went over there to like be on it mm-hmm. or was it just like a one time? So so American Gladiators we okay. had it in America and that show played and ran in forty different countries mm-hmm. but there were nine countries that did their own version of gladiators. Right. Yeah. The UK was gladiators was huge. Yeah. Australian, huge. Finland, Germany, and uh, Japan yeah, had Africa. a show called. Oh, I kind of bam, 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 bap, bap, bap. Bang, or bang, like. bang, bang, bang. Yeah. bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, bang, bang, bang. And the Gladiators was part of the bang, bang, bang show. So we went over and then we did different events and stuff. Uh, but, you know, my people are shorter. Mm. So we used to have this uh, event called Atlasphere. I don't know if you guys remember. So we put us in these steel round cages. Yep. We were like hamsters. And we ran in these round cages and we would bust into each other. So you can look it up on YouTube uh, Atlasphere American Gladiators. And they made the cages smaller. So when I got in there, oh, I got it. in there, I was tall. And the first time we, I clanged with somebody, my head Ouch. hit the top of the cage and split wide open. I just have blood dripping down my face. Oh, um, and it was funny, I was, you know, I, I, I'm a jokester. I like to joke around. So we, got, we go to the doctor uh, after the surgeon and I look at, I said, hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm like samurai. I said, I don't want uh, any painkiller. I don't want you to numb the yeah. area. And, you know, in America, they'd be like, oh, no, no, you got it. And that guy was like, okay, we do this. And he starts coming with the needle towards my head. I go, no, no, I'm just kidding. Give me the shot. Give me the shot.
0: <laughs> uh, um, I think I have two more things here. So, uh, and Nick, can you pull up uh, Lori's Instagram? I saw on your Instagram that you had met or you're friends with Kevin Costner. Yes. Are you guys still friends with the with, are, were you friends with just him, his wife, or family um, friends? Or? Actually,
2: no. I owned a tanning salon okay. uh, back in the day. Yeah. And his, it was his girlfriend at the time. Mm. It was Christine. She used to come yeah. in. We got chit-chatting. We started playing racquetball together. And it was always my boyfriend this, my boyfriend that. We'd go on hikes together. Finally, one day, I'm just like, who is your boyfriend? Mm. Oh, it's Kevin Costner. Mm. I was like, I mean, I just kind of was like, floored. I was like, seriously? <laughs> Oh, uh, FTG, thank you for the gifted 50 memberships. So, um, we became very good friends and, um, we got invited to his wedding in Aspen. It was like a three day wedding. Um, and then they actually have a house up here in Santa Barbara. So Mm. they sold their house in the Hollywood Hills, moved up here. Um, yeah, it's, they're awesome people, but unfortunately we, we lost contact basically when she started having children, you know, she became the mom. Got it. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cause yeah, Kevin Costner, they recently, uh, got divorced. Yeah. Well, they're and, uh, kind of in the middle of it. I think. Yeah. They're in yeah. the middle of it. Um, are, what do you guys have any thoughts on, uh, cause it's a pretty, been a pretty publicized. I mean, come divorce. on. Any kind of divorce
2: is going to be gnarly. Yeah. And that's something it's like, you know, I don't wish that upon anybody. And yeah. I feel sorry for both parties because you know, it is, it's, you know, mm. both parties, but yeah. you know, there's kids involved now. Yeah. So I know that Kevin had the very I think he had the most expensive divorce, his first one, so I can only imagine what this one's going to be
0: <laughs> I think because they're they're actually conducting the the court case here in Santa Barbara county mm-hmm. and uh, my understanding is that she was a she asked for I think two hundred fifty thousand a month in I think combined spousal and child support I think it got ruled for uh, 120000 I think is what she's getting per month which like to me is yeah that, but then that's what's on like top mind, of that but what's on top of that because
2: I know I, you know you gotta look at these a lot of the celebrities and that is they have the prenups but then afterwards and he did right. Yellowstone and he did all that so mm. it's it's gonna be a costly but again yeah. it's I don't know everything about that and I right. you haven't don't wanna with... know Sure, you yeah. know um, that's their business Gotcha. and it's just too bad that they're actually going through this and I feel sad for them
1: got it. Yeah, I think it's, it's sad for the kids, but I, yeah. I disagree in the fact that a, a divorce always has to end badly. Mm. You know, just yeah, it doesn't have something to be ends. It doesn't have to end badly. I think that's up to the two people and how they decide to end it. Right. And even if you're with a partner and they are behaving badly or wrong, that doesn't mean you have to, you can control what you can do and who you are and how you want to be in that relationship. My last one relationship that I had for 12 years, I just made it my goal. I said, just because this romantic journey ended badly it doesn't mean that we have to end badly and i just i'm going to be a gentleman mm. i'm going to be kind i'm going to go out of my way to give her everything she wants and um yeah she still won't talk to me good times good times
0: wait was was this a divorce or
1: a 12 year relationship okay just yeah, the ending divorce. Of it. like well my son well my stepson and his mother uh the, the husband um they're both fantastic. Yeah. And I think that's a new model of what a breakup can look like. They get along really, really well. They co-parent him. Um, he's a good guy. She's fantastic. And it's really nice to see that that's an option because I think too many times we look out there and we say, oh man, I broke up. And even the words broke up, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, we got ripped apart. You know, they're just so negative in their connotation. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, look, we tried. It didn't work. And, you know, we just want to do something else and that's okay, that's okay. Got it. You found out her body so, count, when, <laughs> you when dumped Ma- her.
2: Here's my question, when Madison turns 21, do you guys get to like present alcohol to these things?
3: <laughs> oh, on here? On here? Yeah. We have, we have a lot of people, or drink on here. We, too, uh, so, like, I think it would make thing. the shows,
0: in some ways it could make them a little more spicy, but we have concern of like, if we even, oh, someone you've who's considered over, it well, even someone who's over 21, it's like, oh, uh, they brought us on the show and then they got us drunk and then oh, we yeah, said then all the stupid stuff, up, and blah, blah, then we're gonna, blah. it's gonna right. be like, exactly. Some, so, we don't want, like, oh,
2: no, I was just thinking we've been sitting here so long, a couple drinks would have been great.
0: Oh, we have some, <laughs> some wine and some white, uh, white claws or something if you guys want any, like it would have been, good. it'd good. be like
1: Bachelor in Paradise, everybody's oh, we drunk, drunk we and the inhibitions go down. Because yeah, you know alcohol Next affects time. the brain, right? The number one thing it does, is something in your brain that causes us to be inhibited when you drink mm. that goes down so you become less inhibited. Mm. But I think with oh, the shows sure.
2: that I've seen of you guys... Which means the body count goes up. <laughs> the shows
1: I've seen you guys, I think everyone speaks pretty freely, especially the panel shows. Yeah, I think, I, And they're, they're entertaining, they're good. I was watching yeah. them before we came on the show and I'm like, oh, nice. oh that's entertaining. I, I was like, stop watching, you've got work to do. Stop watching.
0: But yeah, they're long too, but... Uh, well, yeah. but, the,
1: but you know, what's interesting is the issues are the same. Mm. You know, you guys talk about, you know, the same dating issues we yeah. talked about in our day. And it's nice to be able to come back here, you know, mm. from being in that world at that age that you guys and your panels in to come back and say, oh, God, I remember those. And you know what? It hasn't changed.
0: It's still yeah. the same. It's still the same. Um,
2: okay. I have to go feed my dogs now.
0: Yes. <laughs> we got a, a couple chats here and then we'll wrap up the show. We got Puffy Vegas. I'm dyslexic. That's why I spelled everything wrong. Okay, oh, there gosh. you have it. Now Harmony we feel bad. Is free. Now, yeah, we feel bad now, Puffy. I oh. have... Oh, Puffy, what are you doing, brother? Okay, I have nine inches. I didn't know I special. I, okay, I special. Okay, thank you, Puffy Vegas. And last one, we have Vapor Alien. First time commenting, but I absolutely love having such a gap in age. Talking I'm about Dating. dating. Talking about dating. Okay, well, uh, they're only like five years older than us. It's not a big deal, yeah. guys. Come on, come on. They're young. What are you What are you talking about? Um, final thoughts before we wrap up. Um, I think the only other thing was, uh, do you guys feel that? Uh, I know both of you have been in rather long-term relationships, but do you feel that uh, dating has changed significantly back when you you guys were, you know, throughout the eighties, nineties, compared? today. That's such a damn it? long question. Give me a plot synopsis. How about that? I think it's
2: changed. I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to be in it right now whatsoever. It's,
0: it's definitely pretty messy. Yeah, exactly. Pretty messy. Well, it's good that
2: you've been in a long relationship. Yeah. You've avoided the, uh, and my long relationship is losing her shit right yeah, now because yeah, yeah. we got to go feed our dogs. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> so, so, so
1: the, yeah. What you're saying is when I watched the show, when I watched you guys, it didn't seem like things have changed. They still have the same issues does he like me is you know what's the penis size what's the body count those are all things i was concerned about at that age so to me it hasn't changed maybe the delivery service you know before we used to actually mail letters mm-hmm. and you actually had to go talk to somebody so the delivery service of using an app to date has changed right. but i think the problems haven't changed and the challenges except for now i think as men you have to be much more careful what you do and what you say, and you always have to go and yeah. go out of your way to get, you know, which rightfully it should be, to get consent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's grooving. I think it's great. And I think that's probably the biggest change
5: and a good mm. change. Got it. Okay, guys. Last call. Hit the like button, please. Oh, okay. We have one more. Mazak kt 7 donated $99. Thank great you. Great show today, Brain. Thank you. It's a nice change of pace to have some people with intellect. All your girls in three hundred and four got kind of tiring and mind numbing. Great job and great oh, well. guests.
0: Hey Zach, thank you, man. Awesome. Appreciate it. I thought it was a good, good call, uh, good conversation. And uh, yeah, I switched it up a little bit. Obviously, normally we have these big seven to ten people panels, and uh, we've got like content creators, OF girls, college girls. Um, but I wanted to switch, switch it up a little bit. So I'm glad that you uh, enjoyed the show. I thought it was a fun conversation and something new. I wanted to try something a little new. We'll be back with our normal shows uh, Sunday. And by the way, thank you for the gift. I think you gifted a couple Twitch subs, so thank you. Uh, thank you for tuning in tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with me. I appreciate that. Thank you to everyone who super chatted, donates and supports the show. Big thank you to Dan and Lori for joining us. Um, thank you. Dan has books here. He has Gladiator. Oops, let me hold it down here. He's got Gladiator, Gladiator and he has f dying so gladiator a true story of roids rage and redemption and f dying how cheating death kicked my ass into loving learning and living my best life and also be sure to check out laurie's podcast Chillin' with ice uh, we have all the links for everybody or all those things in the description and her ice t-shirts store link for that is also in the description thank you to all our chat mods there it is it's on her shirt Uh, Thank you to our chat mods. Thank you to Britt, who's helping with timestamps. Any women who want to be on the show, DM at whatever on Instagram. We will be live again Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you guys next time. Good night, guys. Thank you for tuning in. See you next time.
3: Bye.